Can I get a year? Yeah. I know uh, if Sean was here early, you know, on time, he would have said it back. But it's okay. It's all right. Uh, can I see nothing but the 100 emos going through the spot? Let me see it. I already see it happening already. Let me see those. Sean, can I get a year? Your volume was kind of low. Or was it just me? Bro, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Can I get a year? Yeah. That, that's a little better. That's a little better. That's a little better. That them, them damn AirPods, man. Them damn AirPods. Man, it's very sad. I can't stand them. Uh, I don't even use them like that, which is crazy. But, uh, yo, uh, happy, happy Saturday. Welcome to another episode of Next Chatter the Day After, KCDA. You know we in here. Sean, how you doing, my man? I'm feeling phenomenal, man. Victory Saturday, victory Saturday. I'm feeling real good. How you feeling? I'm excellent. I'm actually feeling really good today, too. I don't care how you feeling. I don't care how you feeling. You out here giving me, you out here, you out here shading me. You shading me. You shading me. Come on, man! Come on, man! Get that shit together. Look, I was just saying, your team, your your flag football team, played well all season. I believe y'all undefeated, if I wasn't mistaken. How you get to the end and y'all get smacked? Listen, man, Coach Bo takes some L's. Cedric, how you doing today, man? Okay, everybody mute at the same time. Sean, you was about to say something. I think the most disrespectful part is that you said he was, now that you call him Tim, you said he was the Tim's of youth soccer. I was like, he does not coach soccer. <laughs> I was just, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Cedric, I apologize. You're not the Tim's of youth soccer. You're the Tim's of flag football. But there's always redemption like we saw last night. Cedric, how you doing today? Peace, y'all. It's Saturday. I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot we're going to do. We're going to get to it. I want to shout out my man, Allende, you know what I'm saying? His wife, they're in labor right now. We got a baby coming through. Um, so, you know, we blessed. You know, we blessed. This is a blessed day. God is good. I look good. Love. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Um, yeah, congratulations to your homie. I don't know where the I look good part came from. Um, I mean, should have never let you niggas get Peloton. That's what I'll say. I'll say that. Um... I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. If you look up at the Jumbotron, you see the next chat of the day after thread. That's where we keep the conversation going. We understand you may not make it on the stage. You may not want to come on the stage. It may be Saturday. Maybe you at brunch and you got one earpod in. Maybe you chilling in the bed, you know, finally catching up on some rest after a tough week. We understand. Use the thread to keep the convo going. I say it every every other every episode now. I love the thread because the conversation continues all day long, and that's that that really warms my heart. It's besides when Nick's Homer is literally just uh, like 
berating Papa Left. Yo, I feel like Papa Left says one thing in the thread, and Nick's Homer will spend the entire rest of the day just telling him how much he hates him. That is the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, my mentions literally from KCDA on is Nick's Homer just telling Papa Left how much he hates him. And I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, Yo, it was so wild. You know, it's wild when I don't even like. I, I I was like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna engage in this conversation. Yo, Papa Left will be like, yeah, man, the Knicks played good. He'll be like, you, you are trash. I hate you. You, your, your beard is fake. You used to wear a yarmulke. He'll just go in on him for like the rest of the day, like. Nah, it, it'd be super personal and like super direct. Like it, I'd be like, "Yo, where is this coming from?" I just be wondering, do he got a mole? Like, does Nick Homer have a mole that is give is feeding him? Because he be having insider information on Papa Left. Yeah, he does. Like, he does. Like, he absolutely it? knows a lot of Papa Left's business. I think that's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. So, do not use a thread to get your gripes off about people you do not like, especially after KCDA ends. Use the thread to continue the conversation of said game or what you hear on the show. that That is what we put the threat out for. Not for you to turn it into a versus battle. No. Okay. Moving along. I'm feeling good, man. First off, before I even start, I want to give a big, big, big shout out to Nick's Twitter. Whether I like your show or not, whether I like you or not, whether... I, I agree with your takes or not. Shout out to Nick's Twitter because Nick's Twitter coached that game last night. Nick's Twitter coached the game last night. So I want everybody to pat yourselves on the back and say job well done. Because we coached the game last night. Everything that we have been arguing about for months and months on end. Tom Thibodeau looked at dude, he looked at he went probably went to uh what's this guy's name? What's what's the light skinned guy that's a part? What's that's our GM? Scott Perry. He went to Scott Perry's mentions. He got a burner. He went to one of the burners. He went to Evan Fournier's burner, because you know they got a special relationship. And he said, What are they telling me to do? I gotta keep my I got to keep my job. And literally coached from the Knicks Twitter playbook. So congratulations to you, all the work you put in Knicks Twitter, all the times you tweet about the team at 3, 4 in the morning, all the spaces you do with three people in there, all the times, all the money we spend to go to the games, and then even more after at Blarney's. Congratulations to you. Job well done. I'm not going to allow Tom Thibodeau to take that, that W. I'm not going to allow Tom Thibodeau to take that W because we've been for the, he's the same guy who had Alfred Pay Payton start for 82 games, 84, 85 games. Actually, it's the same guy. I'm not going to allow him to do that. Nick's Twitter coached that game and we got the dub. Yes, it was an undermanned Phillies team. I don't care when is it when we play who's in front of us. I'm, I, I know we're going to hear about these two gentlemen probably throughout the entire show and probably from every single co-host and, and also the host, Sean, has said, I have to start it off. Cam Reddish and Obi Toppin deserve the game ball. 
Split that shit in half. Give it to the gentleman. Listen, OB topping 13 points in the fourth quarter. He got me a little nervous. He missed, though. It was a, a, a play where he missed back-to-back threes wide open. I was a little nervous. I said, come on now, Obi. This is why this is why RJ be going up on three people when you're in the corner. And Obi said, chill. I got this. I got this. Hit a big three in the crunch to keep us in the game. Out there moving. Out there setting picks. Cutting. Having the offense flow. Playing with Julius Randle. Tips told us we need to watch the game. And I said, you know what? Cool. Cool, Tibbs. But then when I saw Obi Toppin this year from preseason on, I said, play them, play them together. Because that's a different Obi Toppin. That is not the Obi Toppin of old. That is not that rookie Obi Toppin that was running with his penguin feet, flat-footed, looking nervous, making that little awkward, cringy face every time he just doesn't. This is not the same kid. Obi Toppin is out there being efficient, trusting his shot. Being confident, even with him missing two three-pointers, he's still shooting. Obi Toppin is doing the little things, getting the rebounds. Obi Toppin is not that same kid, and I think when you put him next to Julius Randle, it can work. And it has to work because Obi Toppin deserves the minutes, and we've been saying that for, for, for quite some time. Obi Toppin played the entire fourth quarter. That is what we have been asking for, especially when Mitchell Robinson is out. Hartenstein is good. Shout out to him for those two timely blocks. Played defense out there. Gave that second unit energy. But Obi Toppin deserves the minutes. And the only way they're going to come is if you play Julius Randle and Obi together. Okay? Shout out Obi Toppin. Shout out Julius Randle for hitting those four clutch free throws. Yes, watching him dribble... It's like watching chalk screech on a board. I literally tweeted it mid-game. I do. I never want to see Julius Randle bounce a basketball again. Just hot potato that thing, my boy. Hot potato that thing. As soon as you get that, get that out your hand, my boy. Get it out your hand. But he hit those four clutch free throws. Shout out to you. You live to see another game. But Cam Reddish, man. Cam Reddish, man. For a guy who we've said, you are playing for your career this season. For a guy that we looked at, and and yeah, he didn't. It didn't work out in Atlanta, but coming out of high school, coming out of college, we knew he had upside. Like unlike many other players, especially on his team, the things Cam Reddish is able to do, you don't see it often on his team from no one. But there was it, it, Rocky. It was a rocky road, whether it was the injuries, whether it was just Tom unwilling to give him minutes, not giving him a chance to get his feet wet. Cam Reddish said, I'm a, I'm a I'm a chill. I got this. And for me, I don't care about the offense. What Cam Reddish is able to do with on the defensive end, with the wingspan he has, we've been saying we need a stretch, we need a stretch wing. We got it. That man deserves 20 minutes every game, at least. Playing defense. Playing defense. That is what we've been asking for. And on top of that, hitting timely floaters out there doing what we've been asking him to do. Doing what we've been saying we need him to do. Because if Cam Reddish does not have a good season this year, 
his career is going to look real shaky. But shout out to Cam Reddish, 11 points, three rebounds. For me, the stats, three assists, excuse me, but for me, the stats, it doesn't, it doesn't tell the story of Cam Reddish's game. It doesn't. And, and the only gripe that I really, really had with Tibbs is that he didn't put him in until the six-minute mark left until the end of the game. But, man, 100% from the field. 100% from the field. Plus 19. And he only played 15 minutes. A plus 19, and he only played 15 minutes. Cam Reddish. I don't said we talked about. I don't know what your show gonna be. I need some fire for either gentleman, Obi or Cam. I need that. Shout out to Jalen Brunson, twenty three, six and seven, showing you out there why why I talked my shit about him, why I had to go and pull up receipts about people who said, oh, who, who he's an overpay. I don't want him on my team. I had to pull the receipts out. He showed us twenty three point six six rebounds, seven assists. Shout out to Julius, 17 and 10 and 17, 10 and 5. He's gonna find a way. It looks ugly. It looks like every every flow that he takes is 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 a horrible shot. He's a bad shot maker, though. I re I respect it. I respect it. I just I, I I I think I would like another power forward in that position. And at the same time, while you're here, I I do the things that we ask you to do. It seems like he got a, a better head on his shoulders. It looks very ugly. It's hard to watch, but we got the W. I'm going to leave you alone. And shout out to RJ Barrett. He had a calm game, you know, 22-9, 22-9, you know, 50% from the field. You know what I mean? Two for two for eight from the three-point liners. Ugh. But at the same time, he didn't look. He, he did what was necessary for us to, to, to remain in the game. Tobias Harris was playing his light. It was was trying his hardest to defend that man. And, and RJ is going to find a way. He's always going to find a way. I, I tweeted mid-game, you know, and it, it kind of went up. The tweet, it, it went up a little because I was like, RJ, it's, yo, he just looks so slow out there. So slow. And it's like, I don't know if he put on too much weight. I don't know what it is, but it's like, there's no bounce. There's no, to me, it's no, not really much athleticism. So sometimes it's, it's also hard to watch. I'm going to just be frank. But listen, we got the dub. I think we're going to figure it out. Yes, it was against the Underman 76's team, but I don't care. A dub is a dub. A win is a win. Sean, it's on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely lovely to get a dub, man. Once again, I know we are, I know there's a plenty of people who are going to say it. I know everybody thought it, whatever. Yes, the Sixers without Harden, without Embiid. We we shouldn't have been in that close of a game. It was frustrating to be at that point. But we were about to lose that game. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm not going to be picky about it at the end of the day. I'll, um, hold on one second. Okay, cool. At the end of the day, though, like, you know, when we get to the end of the season and we're hopefully jostling for playoff position, and I know a lot of people don't think we will be, don't think we can be, I understand that, whatever. I'm not going to buy into it. That's still my goal at the end of the day. And so when we get to that end of the season and we're jostling for whether it's playoff position, play-in position, whatever, every single game matters. And so we're, they're not going to look back at, in, at, like at the beginning of the schedule and be like, oh, well, that one game right there, Joel Embiid and Harden weren't playing. No, a win is a win. It counts as a win. We're 4-4. Four and, four. and hopefully we can go in and be 5-4 and four tonight, taking care of Boston, 
But, you know, everyone counts for the win. And so I'm glad we took care of it. Um, shout out to Tom. But honestly, yes, shout out to us. Uh, because, like, and I, I feel like I said it yesterday in Post Game Prosperity. I feel like I said, like, 30 or 40 times last year, like, Evan Fournier cannot start the next game. Like, if Evan Fournier starts the next game, we are not serious about winning. And so for me to have said that after last game, and say he's, he can't start. Like I'm sick of this. It's unacceptable. I won't allow it. Like I'm I'm on to his ass if he starts him. And for him to actually not start was a beautiful thing. I mean, it was a little strange with Clinton Grimes getting the starting minutes, but then not being back in the rotation after. I thought you could have just started somebody else, but whatever. And I was really glad to see that even though uh, he started Grimes, even though he still played Evan, um, that he still made sure there were rotation minutes for Cam. I thought that was dope. And, you know, Cam showed out and Cam made sure. I think, you know, that, that was the perfect time for Cam to have the impact he had last night. Because with Grimes getting back in the rotation, like, you know, it was going to be a little tricky for him if he didn't make an impact. And so I'm really glad. And ultimately, you know, I, I think Cam, not only was that good for Cam, I've never really been, uh, uh, like, you know, on the side of old Cam's playing for his career. I didn't think he was going to end up in China or anything. He's a six eight lengthy wing. Uh, with ball skills, who can, who has it, at least the jumper, at the very least, like you would have got a team somewhere. But um, it was good for him for this team, but it was also good for this team overall because I've always said from the from the beginning of the season, from preseason, some people thought I was tripping, some people thought I was being unfair. The best version of this team is with Evan Fournier playing zero minutes, zero minutes, and we saw him yesterday in his fourteen minutes off the bench. Uh, he made the little spin move floater off the glass, and he threw the oop to Obi. Other than that, like, he was non-existent out there. We don't need Evan Fournier playing basketball. He doesn't make the team better. And it's less about Evan Fournier and more about all the other guys. Like, Cam's defense was excellent, bro. Like, offensively, he was good. I love the way he, he gets to the basket, finishes at the basket. He's shooting, like, 73% at the rim. That's phenomenal. Um, his jumper His jumper fell last night. He spaces the floor well. He makes good cuts. But defensively, man, like, the effort is just so great. He's, like, he's a lengthy defender. He uses it well. He gets through screens. He was he, he had Tyrese Maxey in jail low-key. And so, you know, that that's impactful. You need that for winning basketball. Like, Cam came in the game. We were down by 10, and he shut down Tyrese Maxey. And he has active hands in the passing lanes. Like, he gets deflections and that get us out in the transition. Those are the plays you need. You need guys who really impact the game in multiple ways. And so that it's a great thing to have Cam out there. Um, when Grimes gets back up to speed, well, you'll have Grimes, Quick, Cam. All, you'll always have good defense on the wing. We'll always be able to get on transition. And so I'm very excited for that version of the team. Now, my guy, my guy, Obi Toppin, man. I'm so proud of my guy. And only 20 minutes last night, too. Like, that's the thing. As great as he was and as impactful as he was, he still only played 20 minutes. And this like this has to be the end of us begging for Obi to play more than 15 minutes. It just doesn't make sense. You know, Tibbs was against the Obi Randall thing in the uh, press conference in the beginning of the year. He said, oh, you know, I looked at the numbers and we, we lost those minutes. And then they went back and told him, no, we didn't lose those minutes. And he was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I watched the tape and the numbers were skewed by garbage time minutes. He said the sample size was 105 minutes. 105 minutes over the course of an 82-game season. So let's say you take 20 of those minutes out for garbage time, I whatever. 
And, uh, and the, the garbage time numbers skewed it so much. So you remove those 20 minutes. Now you've got 85 minutes over an 82-game season. That's almost uh, – you're around a minute per game. That's not a large enough sample size to say something doesn't work, even if you felt like it didn't. So I didn't think there was really any uh, substance behind that. So I'm very glad that we got to see it on the floor. It's undeniable. He can no longer say that. He no longer has that excuse. That lineup won us the game yesterday. We were very switchable. Um, you know, Ovi was able to get vertical at the basket when the time came. The floor was incredibly spaced. Got The ball was moving around. There was good ball movement. Like, that. that's good basketball, bro. Let's move into the 21st century with basketball and stop being so archaic in our ways. And so I hope now that he, you know, he adjusted at the end of the day. I thought once Mitch went down, like once Mitch picked up his third foul, I was like, this would be a great night to see Obi Randall. And then once I heard Mitch wasn't coming back, I was like, okay, we should definitely see Obi Randall. But I honestly didn't believe we would. And so I got it. You know, I, I, I killed tips for not doing things. And, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't be me if I didn't say, hey, man, good job. Because I thought we were going to get Hartenstein and Sims to death. I thought that's how he was going to handle Mitch being out. And I was prepared for that. So when he went with Obi Randall, I was shocked. And I'm so glad that it worked right away because he has no excuses not to do it. Obi can no longer be a guy who struggles to get 15 minutes. He literally, like, him and Cam changed that game. And Obi saved us. Those two clutch threes in the corner, amazing, bro. And he, like, I love the way, from the first preseason game, I said it. His jumper wasn't falling in preseason, but he took a, he took a shot from, like, six feet behind the line, like, in the first game of the preseason. And it, he, didn't, he didn't make it. But I was encouraged by that shot just because it was like, oh, you're really, really confident in this jumper. Like, you have a lot of confidence in this jumper. And that goes, like, that means you put the work in. I know you put the work in. So, like, seeing the work that he put in and, like, you know, Obi was shooting 40% for the last month of the season last year. But everybody said, oh, no, it doesn't count because we're playing against tanking teams. Like, that means some shit. I don't know. Whatever. But now what? Like, not now what? Like, he's playing well. He's playing extremely well. He's shooting 50% from three over the first nine games of the season. So there's no more, like, excuses to take that away from him. I don't want to hear any more excuses to take things away from guys. I'm very proud of Obi. Very happy for him. And Neil just messaged me, and yes, I agree. Obi should be the first big off the bench. I've been saying that for a minute now. I've been saying that since last season. That's the easiest way to make it happen. When you take Mitch out, just sub Obi in, and then you can sub Harden for Randall when Randall comes out. And that way you make sure that Obi gets his minutes, and you can go Obi Randall for two minutes a half, three minutes a half, whatever it may be, and that at least gets Obi to 20 minutes. And at this point, Obi should be getting to, like, 25. But we, should, we have to find a way to get Obi on the floor because he's too impactful and he's growing and we can't hold him back. We can't like stifle Obi's development. It's ridiculous. Um, it's, it's not good for Obi. It's not good for the team. Um, RJ, 22 and nine, man. Uh, the jump, you know, two for eight from three isn't great. But what I will say about the jumper is, you know, in, in the beginning of the season, the jumper looked like really painful. Like I was like, grim like I would like grimace when he shot. Like it was like, you know, it was kind of cringy. The mechanics didn't look good. I was like, what happened to the preseason RJ who was catching and shooting with quickness and it looked good. And so the jumper, the, the mechanics no longer look off. The mechanics are more consistent. Um, some of his, he got some good looks. Some of them didn't drop. But, you know, like I, I think I'd be, I'd be happy with three for eight from three. Three for eight from three would be cool for me, to be honest. 25 points, nine rebounds, three for eight from three. Four for eight from three would be a 28-point game. That'd be wonderful. And so I think that the three will fall, but, I mean, you know, he was 8 for 16 from last night, 2 for 8 from 3. That means he was 6 for 8 from inside the arc. And that's with not getting some of the calls he should have gotten. 
And I think that RJ has been pretty solid from inside the arc this year. And, you know, I, um, so I, I appreciate that. I like that. And once again, like, I just, I, I keep saying RJ's shot profile, man, it has to be better. I think that we have to find, like, we have to get him better looks. Um, and that, I feel like last night is a perfect example of what I meant. Like, yes, RJ took 16 shots. And in other games, he'll take 17, I'll take 18 or whatever. Yes, he's taking shots. But that doesn't mean we're necessarily getting him good looks. Like, if he's, two, if he's shooting 25% from three, and he's shooting 75% inside the arc, but half of the shots he's taking are spot-up threes, literally 50% of his shot profile was spot-up threes. And so why don't we get him some more looks getting to the basket? Why don't we – you know, he didn't touch the ball in the fourth quarter. Really. He didn't take any shots. And we won the game, so I don't care. But I'm just saying in terms of RJ and how he's being used, I would like us to use him better. I would like us to get him some better looks and to, you know, get him some more efficient looks. I think that would help his efficiency. Because, yeah, if a guy's not shooting well and you're turning him into a spot-up shooter for half of his shots, then you're hurting his shot profile. Um, Jalen Brunson, 23-6-7. I mean, really solid job, man. And love the way, especially once uh, we had the Obi Randall lineup and the paint was open, um, I think that makes him twice as dangerous. Uh, you know, he, he can get by anybody and, you know, break down the defense. And, he, you know, he makes big plays when we need him. And he, he gets us out in transition. So, shout out to Jalen Brunson, man. Did a great job last night. Uh, Julius Randle, 13 points in the first quarter, none for the rest of the game until it came down to it. And he made those four big free throws. And those four big free throws were huge for us. We needed every single one of them. So shout out to Julius for that. I, I, I do not ever want to see another Julius Randle ISO in my life, though. I, I will not lie. I do not enjoy Julius Randle ISOs. Um, they slow down the entire game. They stagnate the offense. And that's not how we should be running offense. Like, I, I, I love it when we... I keep saying this, but when he's playing off of Jalen, he's playing off of RJ, and he's getting, like, you know, weak side and attacking one-on-one, that's fine. But when we're just coming down and he's ISOing and trying to, like, you know, dribble, 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 and, you know, between the legs and dribble, 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 tween, 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 like, nah, I don't need that. I don't need that from Julius Randle. It hasn't gone well. It leads to turnovers. It's slowing the offense down. Let's do the thing. The same way I want us to get RJ shots that are better for him so that it can, you know, it can help him and help the entire offense. I want us to put Julius in situations that are best for Julius so they can help Julius and help the entire offense. Same thing. Uh, I really hope Mitchell Robinson is okay. Uh, they say he's doubtful for tonight. Um, and I hope that means we'll start Obi, honestly. But that probably won't happen. But we should at least get, like, you know, 25, 30 Obi minutes tonight. And I'm looking forward to him putting on a master class against the Celtics. They don't really have anybody up front that, you know, is somebody that's going to be an issue for him. Um, and quick. Quick was really good defensively, um, you know, really active. Couldn't couldn't buy a bucket, bro. It was really painful. One for seven, one for four from three. Um, those nights going to happen. I'm looking forward to his jumper starting to fall and him getting into a rhythm. But um, yeah, like the 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 jumper has not. Uh, last night it was it was really sad and it ruined my parlay and I was really sad. Um, but yeah, like we, I, I just I enjoy. What we saw last night, I'm looking forward to Quentin Grimes getting it together, getting in the full form, um, and seeing what this team can really be when it's used properly. Like, everybody keeps saying, oh, this team's not that good, the front office, this and that. I don't subscribe to any of that. I think this team has a lot of talent, and I think the talent just has to be properly deployed, and it can go a long way for us. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all I got. I feel like I rambled, but, you know, it's on you to it. Hard to turn that one off, man. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace, Neighborhood Nip. Hard to turn that one off. But, um, yeah, dedication. 
hard work plus patience. I'm happy to see Cam and Obi shine on the same night. Because Cam had a terrible preseason. It was terrible. <laughs> we didn't think he would see the court, you know, when the regular season came. And, you know, he showed us some some flashes in the Memphis game. And, as you know, as Sean Hardy would say, it's the Cam Reddit show. You know, you see some amazing things. You see some bad things. Well, last night we saw some we – saw, we saw what he could be. We saw that he could – you know, one of the most – talented wings we have on this team from a self-creation standpoint when he's hitting the shots his defense he's long i'm happy to see him go home to philly and and, and impact the game and impact winning that's important same for obi you know we, we drafted obi with the eighth pick uh no one can say that we've done right by him we have not we have failed him as an organization uh, you know, he can barely get 15 minutes and, and we've seen the talent. We've seen the flashes. Yeah, he has he has lapses on defense and, you know, there's, 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 he has his own limitations. But we haven't put him in a position to succeed. We haven't given him the opportunity to play through his mistakes. And we, we used a lottery pick on him. We were willing to trade up the five for him. So, you know, that's 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 malpractice on on behalf of the front office. But. To Nip's point, dedication. Somebody, somebody tweeted that um, if if some of our younger players were different players, uh, you know, think about what's the boy in Houston, Kevin Porter or whatever. Uh, this this could be a this, this could be a, an untenable situation. But you know, Obi has waited patiently for his for his shine, and Cam is 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 doing the best that he can. He's worked. He's waiting patiently. So. I'm uh I'm grateful to see them win a game. When there was four minutes left, I was on my, my man had called me. I, I I was really like, man, we about to lose this game. Um, and then you know it started turning, and I said, yo, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm watching the game, bro. Like I'm sorry, like what the fuck, what you talking about? So, um, but you know, I I'd be lying if I came in here after a win, where Sean's right, the, a win is a win, and I'm I'm 100 on board with that. But I'll be I'll be lying if I didn't feel concerned about the team. I you know I, just, I I don't think we have enough talent. I don't think we have a go-to guy uh, that that that'll get it that'll get it done for us when we need it done. There's way too 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 many times where three four minutes and we can't score. We can't score the ball. You know we can't shoot. Like we're just not a great shooting team. I'm talking. Mid range, bad finishing, you 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 name it, and so I this is not our final form. I hope this is not our final form. I hope that some moves are made. Uh, obviously, we need to, to to consolidate anyway. I you know Evan Fournier looks like pure shit. Um, Jonathan Macri did a good write up on I think it was Friday's in, in Friday's newsletter, and he talked about just the human aspect of the NBA and all of these guys with the exception of Jalen Brunson were in and out of trade rumors this summer. And how does that affect somebody? And how, and how, and how do they, you know, how do they then suit up and, and play ball? And it's Tom Thibodeau, the coach that can tell them, look, you know, it's us against them. Like it's us against the world. Let's show them who you are. We, 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 we you know, that remains to be seen if he has that type of 
gravitas with 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 with, with the team. So I'm um I'm I'm excited to be in the building tonight. I'm excited to be in the building tonight. You know, be where I'm always at, section one thirteen, watching the game. I know Brill is coming through. Um, but you know, I, I there were some things that looked good, and there were some things that. You know, again, I mean, not scoring for three, four minutes like that. That's got to That's got to That's got to end. That's frustrating. Again, we won. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy to see that we won on the backs of, you know, players that we ha- haven't really gotten the shot that we feel they deserve. I want to point you to the jumbotron because I uh, Nick's take Jake had a good take when he was talking about when he boiled it down. You know, he he was a little hyperbolic in saying that 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 Cam and and Obi saved his job last night, but those are two of the most disrespected players by Tibbs, and, and and they saved his ass last night, and they got it done. And 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 shout out to 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 Julius with them free throws. Respect, respect to that. Uh, you know, there's times when he don't make a clutch free throw, so I got to give it to him when he does. He has definitely gotten back to form of his BS, arguing with the refs, and you know, I, I need him to play smarter. I need him to play smarter. And before I head out, and I'm, I'm gonna say this. Um, because it's, it's, it, I think there's an opportunity. I think we're missing an opportunity right now in the NBA, uh, when it comes to discourse, period. Obviously the Kyrie situation has been happening. Um, you can feel however you feel about it, but what's unfortunate is there's an opportunity to have a larger conversation around hate speech, the, 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 looking at the macro, right? Looking at the, the, the hate that, that we see with our with our brothers uh, in Islam, my my my, my Jewish uh, brothers and sisters, the, the hate that they're experiencing, the hate that Black people experience on a daily basis, where, where it feels like we're enemies of the state, and, and and we're being slaughtered and killed, and so we're we're not having a full conversation right now around this Kyrie incident and what it looks like to be an ally, what it looks like to stand up for one another. Okay, what it looks like to, to, to have to have a conversation that has nuance and has context, because if we did that, we would be having a very different conversation around Kyrie. I'm disappointed in LeBron James because LeBron James, who just came down hard on Kyrie, is real soft on China. He's real soft on China because it feeds his pockets. And that's bullshit to me. If you care about human rights, then care about human rights for everybody. Don't just care about human rights when they affect your pocket. Okay, and again, please, nobody misinterpret my words. Don't ever misinterpret me. There's nothing about me that's an anti-Semite. There's nothing about me that's anti-Islam. There's nothing about me that's anti-anybody but motherfucking people that beat the Knicks. I hate them. I hate them all. Hate them all. Right. But let's there's a larger conversation that we could be having. And we're not because we're just victims of a moment. And we don't know how to sit and have nuanced conversations. And it happens with race. It happens with gender. It happens with religion. And, and I'm saying there's a lot of intelligent people in this room. And we, we have to lead the choice. We have to be the change that we want to see in the world. I'm gone. Flawless victory. Ben, my goodness. Flawless victory. All around the board. From your takes on current events. From your takes on... The, the team, and I, I have to say your song choice today was outstanding, sir. I mean, I remember I was living in L.A. 
when the Victory Lap album dropped. And I remember riding through Slauson, riding through Crenshaw, listening to Dedication for the first time. And I swear to God, bro, I dropped a tear on my eye. I don't know. Like, it was like Nip. I, I liked Nip, but I wasn't like, like listening to every record. I'm not going to gas it just because he passed. But like, when that album dropped, I was moved to listen. And I remember living in LA and feeling like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long, how, how long, how long does, like, preparation means that, like, how long, you know what I mean? And I feel, yo, I know, like, Obi and Kim must have went, like, you know, they, they kept it mature and they kept it, they kept it professional in the arena, probably due to, during the, the, the uh, what's the, what do you call it, the in, skim interview, whatever you call it, scrub interview. Like, they kept it professional, but when they got home and they caused with their family, with their girl, they probably was like, fucking finally. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, finally, bro. You know what I mean? So, like, excellent, excellent choice of song. And excellent takes from both of you, Sean and Seth. Um, excellent song, because actually just for uh, after the last game, in the last post-game show, and, and one of the clips I made, I literally said that line for Obi, how long can I say dedicated? How long till opportunity in his preparation? So hearing that song was great, and yeah, I, I also love that album. And absolutely, so, absolutely, great, great job, said. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's get to these co-hosts. We're gonna start it off with Jay Nikki, of course. Always the first to click the request button. Uh, Jay Nikki, talk to me. Yo, everybody. I hope y'all having a great Saturday. It's a beautiful day outside in Houston. I don't know what the weather's like in New York, but I miss y'all. Um, first and foremost, shout out Nick's Twitter, man. Shout out Nick's Twitter. Last night was incredible in terms of just we, we've seen what we've asked for for so long. And, you know, Tibbs had the audacity last season to come on a press conference and talk about, well, nobody watches tape more than me. Then how come a bunch of fans who work regular nine to fives were able to call this over a year ago that these moves should have been made? Certain people should have been implemented in the starting lineup. Certain people should need, not need to play Evan Fournier. And I, I'm just happy to know that we're not crazy. We're not dumb. Like, Y'all know ball. Y'all know ball. Um, a lot of people are giving tips his flowers for last night. I'm not one of those people. I will not be one of those people. He stumbled into a win by accident last night. I don't care what anyone says. That man was playing for his job last night. He, coaching for his job. I apologize. He, we would not have seen an OB Julius lineup if Mitch doesn't get hurt. Cam Reddish didn't touch the floor in the entire third quarter despite his play in the first half. Evan Fournier's body language screamed disengaged, but somehow he still saw minutes in the third quarter. Derrick Rose does not need to play basketball anymore. That is my guy. But there's no way that in five minutes he played last night, he had four turnovers. He just does not have it anymore. I don't need to see these players play basketball anymore. They're blocking development. They're blocking progress for the entire team, for the entire team these men are in the way and I, like i said there's no beef to fournier as a human being there's no beef to derrick rose he is a legend they don't need to play at all now in terms of cam reddish and ob man like and the crazy thing about us we're, we're over here parading and celebrating and this is great but the crazy thing yo we knew this already fellas we knew this and it's a shame that it took this long it's a shame it took till cam reddish's fourth year 
second, but like, year and a half, whatever, on this team for us to really be like, yo, Tibbs, we told you so, bro. And now this, now we have the opportunity to now miss out on him and have to pay him more money or see him walk when the time comes because we didn't extend him. You know what I'm saying? It's things like this that just get frustrating. Like, why? Why does why does Tom Thibodeau still have a job? Why does he still have a job? Why is it the fact that despite Obi playing the entire fourth quarter, he only had 20 minutes last night? Only. But I have to watch Julius Randle. There's no shade to Julius. I'm tired of knocking him. He did not look good last night. I, I, I love Julius Randle when he's in the paint on the block, getting busy. Last night, all his buckets came from the block, in the paint. Julius, don't ever shoot another three ever again. Ever again, bro. Everybody's talking about RJ. Yo, Julius is shooting almost 19% from three, something crazy like that. I don't need to shoot, see him shoot threes. Get on the block. The two-man game needs to be Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius. You play off their strengths, bro, because that's where you're at best. And, and look, and I'm going to give Julius his flowers. He looks to get players involved, and I like that. He, he found Cam on, on the baseline. He found Obi for the open three. Like, he gets people involved, and I like when he's just playing in that offense. Don't do, like Sean said, don't do this tween-tween. Uh-uh-uh. Like, bro, I don't need to see it. It's dirty work. It does not look good. You look clunky. You look like a big robot out there, bro. Not feeling it. Uh, I really hope, like Sean said, we do see an Obi and, and Julius, like at least 30 minutes of them together tonight because the Celtics don't have a big to really get busy tonight. They, it's Al Horford. There's no time Lord. Like, come on. Like, especially against Grant Williams, you kind of need that. You need, you need those two to bang with them. But, um, last and foremost, the new, the new popular thing to do on Nick's Twitter is to hate on RJ Barrett. And it's getting really weird. And I don't, yes, he needs to, he needs to make the extra pass. He needs to do this. But people were in my mentions when RJ was shooting, had only had two misses telling me he played, he's playing bad. I don't get it anymore. It's like, y'all like to, as men, we like to see brothers get paid. But then it's like this new standard comes from when they get paid. Cause I, that's what it seems like lately. Now RJ got his bag. He has to be a 30-point-per-game scorer. But I'm sorry, how do you want to do this? a three-headed monster. There's only one ball to go around. He had took how many shots last night? I, I couldn't even tell you. And people are like, oh, he has to be better. He shot six for eight from within the, in the paint. And the three-point, looks, it looks nasty, but it'll come. I don't think RJ's a sub-30% three-point shooter. And if you do, you have not been watching him play basketball. He's developed every year some facet of his game. But somehow people are still nitpicking. And so, like, well, he's not Luka. He's not Zion. Yes, we know that. But let him be RJ Barrett. Let him be RJ Barrett. Let him cook up. Let him do what he has to do. He played a very good game last night. If it wasn't for him and Brunson, him and Brunson, that game would have been way uglier than it was. So people got to relax. Let the boy get time. Let the ball actually start running through him and JB. See where it goes from there. If he starts thinking it up, granted, I'll take I'll take that out. But for now, I'm not I'm not taking it no more. Appreciate y'all. Fuck that shit, Jay Nicky. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I will say this to the Derrick Rose thing. What I love about Derrick Rose, he – Derrick Rose was my favorite player since I was a child. What I love about him is his mentality. If y'all don't listen to my expert opinion, that's my Math Hoffa's podcast. It's Derrick Rose got an interview that's going on right now. They're dropping it, uh, parts of it continuously throughout the last few weeks. Uh, he talked about how he's he's in such a like peaceful state of mind right now. That when things like playing time, like he's not worried about that at all. He said it during his interview with us as well, with uh, the Knicks as well. Like, I think Derrick Rose is the perfect vet to have on the team because he does not care about minutes. He also understands that father time is hitting, that he uh, that he doesn't have the, the same bounce he used to have. So he has done things that uh, has allowed him to now kind of help his 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 body 
and help the others around him. He's learned the jump shot. He now lands differently when he goes up. Different things like that. But the mo- most important part is, I agree with you, Derrick Rose right now does not need to play that many minutes because I honestly believe we are going to need him at the end of the season. And God willing, if we make the playoffs right now, Emmanuel quickly need to have those minutes. Cam Reddish need to have those minutes. You know, like Quentin Grimes need to have those minutes. You know what I mean? Derrick Rose does not look good right now. He does not. So I'm with you there. But I think he's going to take that that bench position and those minutes decline gracefully. And that's the best you can ask for. As far as R.J. Barrett, yes, I agree. The hate has been crazy. But some of it has been warranted. Let's not be like, like I, I really want us to be clear. Some of the dislike of R.J. Barrett has been warranted. R.J. Barrett. It, it, sometimes it's hard. For, it's hard to watch him play basketball. I'm gonna just be honest. It, it's not a pretty. It's not a pretty sight. He doesn't have the 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 bounce, the athleticism, the the, the like. To me personally, it can be hard to watch. So even though yes, I think I agree with you wholeheartedly. When a player get money, when a person get money, especially a young black man get money, we do put that bullseye on them. Granted, but it's also the conversation I was having during the summer where it's like I had asked in one of the spaces, I was like, what is it about like when a guy is like an underdog, right? Like I was using the example of podcasting, right? Like say, say for instance, CP from Nick Fan TV, right? When he was the underdog, everybody talked about CP all day. Everybody like, like, and granted, it's still, it's still happening. Everybody is still championing him. But there's a lot of people who now say, He's commercial. He's this. He's that. It's like once you get the success that you, everybody pushes you to get, it's like the as soon as you get the success, they turn on you. Because I don't know whether it's people are, are like secretly jealous, whatever that looks like. It's it's the thing. So I get it. There is some unwarranted hate, but there is also warranted hate for RJ. But um, J. Nicky, great takes. Was RJ hard to watch last night? Say it again. Was RJ hard to watch last night? Yeah, there were moments where he was hard to watch. I'm gonna be honest. There were moments for me personally where RJ was hard to watch. He, it, it, the dribbling into three defenders, it still continued. The he just has no moves. Like it's, it's very like if he's going left, you know he's going left. He may possibly go right, but he's coming right back to that left. And it, to me, it's hard to watch sometimes. That's just my personal opinion. I, I think I saw him dribbling the three defenders once yesterday, but he made the shot. I should have got the foul call. Um, he cooked the shit out of Tobias Harris on, on the wing like multiple times um, and used moves to do so. But I mean, I, I, I can't uh, speak for your personal viewing experience. Yeah, it's my personal. It's Listen, it's my personal take on what I like in a basketball player. It's not, you might not agree. You know, I don't need anyone else to agree. I just think sometimes he looks very, very slow and very flat footed. And I don't hey, Tobias Harris, dog, he's been robbing them like there's no tomorrow. Like, it's nasty the way he's robbing that team. It's really sick. Like, like, yo, why is Tyrese Maxey got to basically win this game by himself when Tobias Harris is a max player on that team? Like, he mass Hall of Fame. And it hurts me. It hurts me because, you know, he's from Long Island. He's a Long Island dude. Like, yeah. he, was really, he was really cooking during the, uh, during the bubble. And he was, you know, he yo, was I- his, he was on his Black Lives Matter. Like, he was doing his No, thing. Seth, I was about to say that. Matisse Thibault did his 
vlog during the bubble. And I was like, yo, Tobias is like a dope dude, a leader. He looks like he 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 he's like the rallying heart of the that team. But to see how bad he plays, awful, bro. Awful. He should have he should have stepped up like like he should have like um, I, I don't understand how does Maxi like and shout out to Maxi. Maxi's a damn good player. Like I just don't understand Tobias. Like, what is his next contract? It gotta be like a mid level at Matt at Mesk. Like what? That's crazy. He has stolen money from them. And, and he seemed like such a good they, they dude, man. Jimmy Butler, but they Max Tobias Harris. Oh, uh, I hope all bad things happen to Philadelphia organizations. Um, <laughs> I want nothing. Yeah, I'm all for that because they stole Maxi from us. Maxi was ours. I didn't hear. I, I didn't hear anything about anybody wanting to take Maxi. At that at that spot, and they they just swooped in. I remember watching that and being like, "What the fuck!" Like, nah, I remember anyway. watching the seeing him drop and be like, "Oh shit, he's gonna be a Nick." And yeah, but hey, man, love my guy quick. But I was yeah, gonna no, say, was man, good. Maxi, let, let's let's put some people on blast, though, man. I want to put some of these media folks on blast because Maxi be he, granted he you was you sh- he wasn't expected to look like how he looks thus far this season, but he has some moments where you be like. Uh, if if a Nick player did that, if RJ did that, like that three he took with the what was it like ten seconds left on a shot clock, the pullback with the with Cam's hand in his face, I was like, what? He oh. was torching for a minute though. He was torching for yeah, not until Cam was on him. Yeah, well, Cam. Well, here's here's the thing. Like Cam is a difference maker on defense. Like he's a difference maker. I don't understand. Like, I, I get that, like, Tom watches the game three and four times. But, like, even when Cam is doing whatever bullshit he did, like, two games ago when he, like, threw that shot up in a circus, I don't know what that was. But, like, he's a, he, he, he's a defender, dog. Like, he, 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 he disrupts the offense. Yeah, absolutely. Sean, you got something before we get to TGI? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I can't remember who said it yesterday, but somebody made a good point. It might have been Heck Brizo. Um... But just in how everybody speaks on RJ and the difference or whatever, just in how people evaluate players, period. Because I don't think any – like, I, I think everybody would say that Maxi had a really good game yesterday and Maxi looked good, correct? I guess, yeah. yeah he I was thought cool. he had a good first half. I thought, good I thought, first I half. thought he kind of – I thought he started to, to leave his point. I thought he started to disappear when it really when it really mattered a little bit. Yeah, he had 30 points on 29 shots. But he like, had 27 in the six minutes left in the third quarter and only scored three points after that. Yeah. Great. Cam did a great job. He was hooping up. But he, yeah, was, no, he was breaking. No. He was just breaking after that. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Because he was getting busy in the first half. Like, they couldn't contain no, nobody, him. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's going to say, oh, but it was on 29 shots. They're just going to say he had 30. But you know, I'll say it. I'll say he was on 29 shots because I because I saw it. It was like I was I was glad that he that he that he cooled off because I was like shit. We about to get beat just by Tyrese Maxey. That's disgusting. Cooking. Yeah, I will say shout out to my guy Mark Lamont Hill, one of my really really good friends. Shout out to him. He put up a dope post about the Drake and um, Meg the Stallion situation that Hove liked. Uh, he liked the tweet on Twitter. Shout out to him. But he he makes sure Drake's a lame. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end with that. But um he make make Mark makes sure he he hits me every time we play the 70, not even just the 76ers. I don't know if y'all know this. Mark will hit me every time something bad happens with the Knicks. Every time just he'll he'll always make sure to hit me. But then when I hit him after we got that W, it's real crickets. It's real crickets. 
I'm just saying. Shout out to you, Mark. Uh, TGI Flop, talk to me. Yo, what's good, y'all? Um, I wanted to touch on one thing before I start with, with the thing that you was talking about with CP. I had a talk. Well, not had a talk. I was watching a video. I can't remember what the video was or who was in the video. But they were saying something about, like, the reason why people turn on you the higher up you go is because you can't always you can't show the same amount of love that you used to show when you were in the same position as as everybody else before they boosted you up. And it's not even a thing about like choosing not to do so. But, you know, the higher up you, you go, the more things you got to deal with, the more things you, you, you don't pay attention to as much. So uh, the love that you give or you show the same people who got you to where you're at. It might not be the same, and people take that as a slight. What I will say to that real quick is also, you know, it's, it's shout out my expert opinion again. Math said something that hit. People change sometimes when you get success. People change before you even get a chance to change. Right. Like yo, like yo, there was times where I was like, say when I was doing the wire, I would come. I lived in the projects while I was doing the wire still. I would come home and people like, "What up, Hollywood? What mm -hmm. up?" And I'm like, "Nigga, I'm the, I'm I ain't do nothing. I'm still." Living in the projects, I'm and they like, damn, you don't forget about us. You, you done change. You, done. I'm like, nigga, I'm still right here. So it's like that mindset when the success comes is like, you start to have overwork your your mind and and completely project some shit onto me that I never said. Right. So shout out to the people that try to stay level headed as much as they can Fact. with success, like CP, like, you know, all the other content creators out there that's killing it, like KCDA. I think we do a good job at that as well, even though we still tell people like, you know, they're stupid and shit like that. <laughs> but we always did that. We always did that. I stay you know so, well, go ahead, Fly. Yeah, man. Um, Shout out the next Twitter. Right. Because Tom. Tom Thibodeau was coaching out of desperation last night. And the basketball guys got a way of 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 showing him who who he needs to play. So I don't know, was it last year or the year before? Uh, last year it was COVID, right? Where Grimes and got the opportunity to play. Um because if that never happened, then Grimes never would have got the opportunity to play. Um, and this year it was Mitch going down for whatever the fuck reason he went down for. Like he'd just be looking like a fish on land sometimes, but he goes down and now it forces Thibodeau to be, to be at the very least creative. Um, and I, I still felt that he was coaching with an agenda when he didn't put Cam in for the whole third. He didn't put Cam Reddish in the game until the six minute mark. And that's, I think, when said told his homie, yo, I'm going to get off the phone with you. Like, the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter, he didn't put Cam Reddish back in the game. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm glad we finally got to see the OB Randall thing. I think um, I think that lineup, when permitted, can unlock a whole lot of other players that get to play with that within that within that system. Um, we might actually be able to see a five-out, um, type of offense where it's just a whole lot of space and and I mean it's just the ball could move. We could finally see Randall making these 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 passes because he has clear passing lanes because it's no Mitch standing in the paint. Um, 
I I I know we thought Hartenstein could have been a, a a stretch for us. I don't I don't I'm I cringe every time he shoots a three. Played eight games. I feel like he's hit like three threes the whole season. I don't want to see him really shoot no more threes. Um, Obi Toppin is our best three point shooter. And I, I was in a space last night. I think it was Cash that said basically like, yeah, we we harp on him for not grabbing rebounds, but at at some point. Like you have to let an asset be an asset, and his his greatest asset right now is his shooting. R.J. Barrett, twenty three percent. Julius Randle, twenty percent. Mitch, zero percent. Evan Fournier, thirty seven percent. Jalen Brunson, thirty one percent. I think from three. So it's like, son got to give, and if 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 he can be a, a a floor spacer for us, like I'm at this point, like we don't got shit else to lose. Um, I still think he needs to be better on the boards. If Maxi does hit that three off the Matisse Thibault rebound off the free throw that Obi Toppin didn't box out, we're having a completely different conversation. Um, but luckily he didn't. And I mean, I think we need to keep going with this with the with the youth movement if if it's gonna lead to something positive, cause whatever type of shit Tibbs be on, it really if Mitch don't get hurt, bro, we we lose this game by twenty easily. Peace and love. Peace, 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 peace. Hey, real quick, everybody. Horford is out tonight, so maybe uh, able to get some small ball. Just that. And I think, and, and I I think Robert Williams is out. Yeah, well, Robert Williams, he's out. He's out. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout yeah. out to Ag. He 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 threw that live to us. That's that's breaking news. All right, I gotta call us out real quick. I gotta call us out, fly. Who the hell do we think we are as Knicks fans? My boy said Hartenstein only hit three threes this season out of eight games. Did we not have to watch Nerlens Noel <laughs> absolutely do nothing on offense? Did we not have to watch nah, Mitch? Mitch, hold on, hold you on, hold on. Hold on, I'm not done talking. I'm not done talking. You said it, I'm responding. Did we not watch Nerlin Noel with his brick hands barely catch a log? We we got, we jumped for joy when Mitchell Robinson shot a hook shot for the first time in his career, it felt like a few games ago. You got the nerve to get mad because Hartenstein only hit three threes in eight games. Nigga. <laughs> Yo, Nigga. bruh, he 18%. I don't care. 18 more percent than Nerlens Noel, Mitchell Robinson, and Todd Gibson put together. Not not Todd Gibson. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because Todd only hit like two, three threes for us last season. He hitting threes now. Todd is my man. He hitting threes now in Washington. Don't 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 let this season confuse you with the Todd Gibson we have for two, three seasons. He hit like five threes in three seasons. Julito, I'm gonna go get. Everybody know me. I'm the Google nigga. I'm gonna go get the numbers. Todd hit some threes last year at the end of the season. Definitely hit more than two threes last year. All right, my four. He hit he hit four of them, but he played seven minutes a game. The hell y'all talking about? Yeah, and 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 to speak to. Which I was saying about people changing before you do. Um, a, a great wise man once said, and now some folks I used to know is hollering out J. Cole. I got to chuckle because I know they used to say Jermaine. So who changed? What's in the name though? When niggas can't hang on your true strings. I got insane flow. You know that flame thought that Luke Kang. Sorry, I just had to get that in there. Yeah, to keep Continue. going. I know. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just saying, man. One thing about y'all, one thing about us, I guess, you know, we still say, you know, cuss words over here and, and, and we still do things like that 
just know when we when the platform starts to get a little bigger and we still and we still saying the same shit. Don't don't try to cancel us because y'all loved us when we was in these spaces saying cuss words and talking about people. Avies and outfits. Now, if the, the platform get bigger and this and it remains, don't be like, damn, they're so rude and mean. Y'all wanted this. Y'all wanted this. Shit, Iman. Um, yo, Bree, look, hold on. I just want to say, man. I know y'all been noticing. Yo, Bree said he's not talking in the space till like after we play the Nets or something like that. So if you're wondering where Breeze is at, I don't know, man. He on some hiatus. I, 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 I pray his daughter's well. And his wife and everybody's well. Oh, but nice. I just said, he's not, I don't know why I breathe in. Oh, 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 oh now you care about his Oh, now you, I oh, care, now you about, care about I care his about, livelihood. I care about everybody, guys. And his well-being. Okay. Uh, now you care about it. Uh, Iman, since you look uh, awfully, awfully excited with your hand up, and then it's a yellow hand at that. You look excited. We'll go to you next. Eat. Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, I just want to make Don't you quick. ever raise your hand in this room again, man. This ain't these other spaces. Don't put your hand down. You look excited. Nah, man. That's just how I am. Um, but I just want to say something quick. Uh, I'm very happy that Obi Toppin is a shooter. The percentages that TGI just mentioned are disgusting for our team. And I can't believe that Obi is our best three-point shooter. For someone that was just a dunker and an athlete to transform his game so shortly is remarkable and a big credit to him. So... Um, I hope we win tonight, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Hey, I want to. Hey, I want to shout out Iman. Um, for those who don't know, if you're married, if you're in year nine, the gift for year nine is pottery. The brother Iman is out here doing clay sculptures and 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 all types of nice bowls and shit. He's got on his page. Support that brother. Get your wife a gift. Thank me later. Hey, my I man. appreciate you, Iman or Iman. It's Emmanuel, but um, I just show, made a show for people, like people just say whatever. They don't even care. Yeah. They don't even ask you. It don't matter. It don't matter. It, it, th thank you, Eman. Yeah, what if it's, what if it's Emmanuel? See now, hold on. Now you got, I, I, he shouldn't put Eman. He should put Manny or something. Eman, like what? Is, I, I, I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad look. Change the color of your hand, man. That yellow hand just bothers me. Be a proud me, black man. Be proud, man. Be proud about your culture. Be proud. I respect. I respect. Hand. I respect. I respect the clay, bro. The clay work. Yo, my uncle used to was was, was an artist. He used to do these really dope baskets up on the vineyard. And when I seen your joints just now, it, it reminded me of him. God rest his soul, Uncle Jim. Um. So yo, I like that, man. I, I don't know if I could afford it. So I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look on the website and see if, 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 if it's affordable. But I like it. Support this brother. Entirely. Thank you. Entirely too much prom promotion for clay. I'm gonna need you to stop, Cedric. I just did year nine, and it was pottery. We did a whole clay thing. Did you see my video? Yeah, I did. But that, <laughs> that, you promoted that man page four times for some damn clay. I think it's because it's, it's relevant oh. to my life. <laughs> the, the, that's also like you know that that promotion method was flawed. I'd be doing the same thing though. Like I'd be like, "Yo, essential water, like essential, essential, essential," and I'd be like, "Yo, this is not cheap." But like you know, you can't you can't say something isn't cheap while promoting it. You got to just be like, yeah, man, it's affordable, whether you know the price or not. Yeah. My boy. It did, my it boy. Did, I'm, I'm going to keep it honest. It didn't look affordable. Like, it looked really nice. It might not be affordable. No, Seth, I know Seth. Seth is trying to get some free clay. I know what you're doing. I know what's happening here. E-Man, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. He's trying to get some clay out of you. Okay? Don't get that man no clay for free. 
You make yo, that man pay yo, the yo. regular Clay prices. That sounds wild. Don't get that man no Clay for free. Like, <laughs> I'm not I thought I was being immature when I thought um, he was trying to get some Clay out of you. Sounded kind of crazy. But, okay, I'm glad that Cedric confirmed. Nah, yeah. nah, he was going off with that. I was like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right. I did that on purpose. Uh, E-Man, shout out to you. Appreciate it. Uh, I, hate your, I hate that name. Change it to Manny. I'll take a Yule. Give me a Yule. Get the E-Man. Yule, like, like Soldier Boy. Like Soldier Boy. Boy. I'll take a Yule. I'll take a Yule. Give oh, me a Yule. At least goodness. it's unique and creative. Nobody's done it. E-Man is is nasty. It's a nasty nickname for yourself, gentlemen. All right, I got a gripe with somebody down here in the stage. I'm going to bring them up next. But listen here, Charlie. <laughs> listen here, Charlie. Charlie wrote about two or three messages yesterday about, yo, damn, son, he said I was clear and concise and I still ain't make the pod. Yo, the pod be like five hours long. Not everybody will make the pod, even if your takes are good. God damn. Charlie really was like, you know, man, uh, Jay Nicky, what he said? Yo, he was just like, it's funny. I they said I was clear and concise. Still ain't make the <laughs> the pod. No, but you said something to me. It's like it would have been cool, but you know, still ain't make the pod. Facts. He came on my post. It was just like it's funny how much still ain't make the pod. That's crazy. Yeah, because I know Jay Nicky would hear me. I know he would. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> What's up, Charlie? What's up? But you know, thank you again for having me, and thank you for this platform. At the same time, you're welcome because last KCBA, I was speaking on Tibbs' lack of adjustments and rotations, not seeing players being put in the best. Charlie, we've been saying that for six months. We've been saying that for seven. We've been saying that for nine months, Charlie. I feel like I contributed to that energy, and I'm thanking y'all. I'm thanking y'all for the opportunity and the platform. Charlie, we've been saying that for 438 episodes, Charlie. I contributed. I sprinkled a little all right, stuff on right, right. you was the you was the motivation. All right, go ahead. Get, yeah, get your shit off. Get your but Tib didn't hear me on Spotify. That's the <laughs> That's what you said. That's, that's what he said. He said, Oh, he heard me on the spaces, but he didn't hear me on Spotify. That was that was petty, Charlie. That was petty of you. You're better yeah, you than know. that. You know. You know. Um, but you know what? With with I'm still I'm very hopeful with what we saw last night. Like, even though it was the underman 76, I don't care. You know, it's like this early in the season, it's like an extension of the preseason. And it's like, so what? A win is a win is a win. You know, who cares we only beat lottery team? Like, listen, as the season progresses, if we actually make adjustments, keep making these adjustments, keep addressing our weaknesses, expanding on our strengths, I feel like there's hope. And as a Knicks fan, you know, a lot of time, all you can be is hopeful, man. So, listen, who cares if we're getting wins against dog shit teams? I'm happy. I'm hopeful. We just got to keep it positive, keep growing, and hopefully Tibbs keeps adapting and, and uh, fearful that he's going to lose his job. Um, you know, with last night, I was a little nervous about Grimes being thrown in. I was happy to see Fournier take a step down. I was happy to see Grimes get some minutes, but I just felt like coming off an injury, I was like, ah, like, I don't know, you know, but he did have that one play where he had a three, didn't take it, pumped fate, and drove, and I was like, oh, shit, here it comes. And you know, I think he he just had, he went to the free throw line, but that that was awesome. Um, but it made me a little nervous because you know it's like is this guy fully recovered? But um, and then that fourth quarter lineup was fire. I, I was I was saying yo, he's he's holding camp for the fourth. I'm like, when the hell is he gonna put him in? It's already six minutes forty two or something like that. He finally puts him in. Uh, I think that lineup gave us a, 
length in the sense of wingspan, right? Like it wasn't like we had a seven footer in there, but the wingspan, I think blocking passing lanes, uh, it was great. That defense, the way they rotated, um, it wasn't bad. Uh, I think the only thing that will hurt that lineup is if Tibbs sees uh, Ob and Randall get out rebounded, or if they give up too many easy points in the post. So I love the small lineup. I love that Ob got the minutes. You know, I really didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, I thought Ob would have to play the three to get minutes, but you know, let's see what happens tonight. Uh, I'm happy to hear that Boston doesn't really have uh, much on, on the center tonight, so it'll be great to see that lineup again. And uh, and that's it. You know, thanks again. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for letting me be a fan. Yes, sir. Uh, good takes, Charlie, but I, I, I have to say, you're still not making a pod. I'm going to be honest, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got a question. You, you, I feel like since the, when the last time Mo came up and I was saying, I know what game he was watching, he ain't been back since. What's going on, Mo? You don't invite me to the Knicks Lounge or nothing, bro. What's going on with you, Mo? Don't act like yo, that. Yo, I feel like what's happening is, People know that, like, when you come up, up on KCDA, like, it could go either way. And people got their brands right now. Their brands are rocking. They're, they're starting to get some traction. They're starting to be consistent. they like, I'm not going up on that stage and fucking up right now, bro. I'm going to keep my, my my fans I got, my supporters, and I'm going to stay out the way. I feel like a lot of a lot of people staying out the way now. And I, listen, I'm, I'm with it. It's okay. Mo ain't fucking with us no more. Mo said, I got, look, what he got, Nick's, which is Nick's Lounge. He changed his name to Mo Nick Lounge. Yeah, the Lounge run is a fly idea, too. I like it. I'm it's good. It's good. It's good. I like it. I fuck with the Nick Lounge. But Mo ain't fucking with us no more. Me and Mo had a little argument. Mo ain't fucking with us I want a DM. Let me know. Can I come on to Nick's Lounge? I want to come on to Nick's Lounge. I, wanna, I, been, I was waiting for my invite on Toxic Boys. He done left the toxic. Oh, you ain't get, you ain't get no invite to toxic boys. They're not. No, nope, they've been they've been inviting me. They've been inviting me. They've been inviting me. I'm just saying, man. We ain't getting no invites yet. No, no, invites, this is bro. false. This is false. You guys can come on whenever you guys I be want. Going, I be in, hold on. I want to say this. I be in toxic boys when they be when they be. You know, I be in the um. I be in the comments. I guess because I ain't sending no super chats. They don't even acknowledge yeah, my comments. Nah, my man. Yeah, Any, anyone that's chat, in the man. comments can come join. We're working on actually having a, an actual lounge for people to come in and join with us. It'll be a nice platform for everybody, only fans to be there. The only reason I'm not requesting to speak, the weather's beautiful out, man. I have a car wash. This is my busy time after it's been raining for a whole month. So I've been very busy working, bro. But you guys keep doing your thing. I'm just here okay. supporting you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate respect, respect, big mo. I, I, maybe, 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 maybe we'll get out to Staten Island one time. You know, no, I, I'm in Brooklyn, bro. My car is in Brooklyn. My business is in Brooklyn. Come to Brooklyn whenever you want. Oh, okay. Pass by, All bro. Right. We yeah. will not. Absolutely. No, we will not. I'll come, I'll come to his car wash. I need a car no, wash. No, yeah, in Brooklyn, not in Staten Island. I'm in Brooklyn, bro. My I'm business going to is Staten Brooklyn. Island because Johnny out in Staten Island, yo. They, they, Staten Island needs some love. I No, it does not. When you want to eat some real pizza, <laughs> Julito, come down to Staten Island, bro. I'll get you some real sauce. I, I, pizza, I lived bro. in Staten Island for a year. I hated it. It does not. Why did you live in Staten Island, bro? I, it was, yeah, it was 18 to 19, man. It was not my finest year, to be honest. <laughs> Not my fun. Yo, when you have to, like, create your entire life and schedule over a, a boat, it's not a Yeah, that ferry is crazy. <laughs> that ferry is wild. And then when you run into the door, say you late, it's about to, that shit will close on you like Indiana Jones. I'm, I'm, it's, not, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. That shit will close on you like Indiana Jones. I didn't want to feel like, uh, you know, what, the, the, the old man. What's his name? What do you, what's his name? Who played Indiana Jones? 
Somebody. Harrison Ford. Nick, Nick, Nick's, take, Nick's take Jake. You you look like you you like Harrison Ford. Why you ain't say it quick? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you, you watch. Like yo, that's like messed Harrison up, bro. Yo, yo, I'm not gonna lie. Twitter, uh, Twitter Space is doing that thing. I can't hear said. I can't hear Jay Nicky. I tried disconnecting the Wi-Fi and all that, so I don't know what y'all talking about. But Did appreciate you the shout out. Back? Wait, you can't hear like you can only hear me. I can hear you. I I can hear Sean. I can hear Mo. I can't hear Seth. I can't hear Jay Nicky. I don't know why. Wow. Come back. Twitter yeah, Space. Yeah, I, I, you, you want me to try that? Yeah, leave it. Come back. Yeah, leave it. Come back. That right. it. I was gonna go to you next, but you know. All right. That was funny. That was mad racist of me too, but yeah, uh, was it? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, Ag, what's up, my boy? Yo, what's popping, everybody? Appreciate y'all um, bringing me up and having me on. Uh, did want to give a special shout out to uh, Cedric. What you said earlier in regards to you know the current events with Kyrie, like you know, definitely some good points being made. Like you know, everybody could take a step back and you know have some empathy and understand. You can understand why something like that could be harmful for other people. Like, this is not a suffering Olympics, but um, to the game, yo, uh, shouts to Cam, shouts to Obi. They definitely saved Tibbs' job. Like, last night, it felt like maybe in the second half sometime, maybe between that third and fourth quarter, somebody from upstairs, Leon, uh, Wesley, or or probably James Dolan made a phone call and was like, hey, yo, tell that man to put Cam Reddish in the game and put Obi in the game and stop playing games. So glad we finally got to see that lineup. I personally think um, going forward that can be successful. My only gripe with that is just my only worry with the Obi and Randall combination is just rebounding because um, sometimes Obi just be looking to leak out too much, which can be a good thing, but on the defensive end, you know, we, we sometimes need that additional focus to box out and grab boards because there was some offensive rebounds like um, the one that Thibault caught when uh, Maxi, thank God, he airballed that three. That could have been devastating. But um, all in all, it was a great game. Um, I think right now the writing's on the wall that Evan Fournier is no longer going to be a part of the starting lineup. Um, I posted a link to a post article like, the way that Evan was talking, it sounded like he might have, you know, gotten sat down and told by, you know, management or, you know, the coaching staff that, hey, bro, like, we, we going to have to take you out the starting lineup and put you on the, put you on with the bench. Um, I think it's the best thing for the team. Uh, like we've been saying, uh, Cam Reddish in that starting lineup gives us an element uh, on offense and defense that nobody else on this team can give us. Like, he doesn't need offense ran for him. He's easily the one of the better shot creators on this team um you know he he his defense his perimeter defense is astounding I mean there were several times where he's made some um effective plays playing the passing lanes and just making the game uh just mucking the game up and you know getting us out on breaks and you know getting us some some easy baskets in transition so uh I think it's obvious that he is the perfect addition uh, next to R.J. Barrett on that perimeter. Um, I, I do agree with uh, what uh, Wally was saying. I don't know if anybody watched the MSG post game last night, but uh, inserting Grimes into the starting lineup like that, I feel like it might have sent the wrong message to the other kids that been putting in work, like quickly, like Cam, like, you know, I, I understand that Grimes didn't get a chance to play in the preseason, but 
we've seen early in the season that some other people may have been more deserving of getting that start and not over uh, Prime. But, you know, we'll see what Tibbs does tonight. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that he, <laughs> he might go back to his old ways, but we never know. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, hopefully it's, um, hopefully we get to see more of Cam or, or Grimes just in that starting lineup. Hey, G, appreciate you, my dude. Appreciate you. No. Hey, I just thought about something, y'all. AG, appreciate you, man. That was good stuff. And, and we, we could talk. We got to all. We got to talk more. We're going to figure it out. Probably Rell's probably do something, and we'll have a larger conversation. And I want folks like Fuddy in there. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I want I want us to really have a dialogue. Folks but, yo, like, I, like Fuddy? David, David, David Futternick. I can't pronounce his last name. Um, <laughs> oh, Futternick. Yeah, Futternick. But listen, yeah. real, real quick, I just thought about something, y'all. We really got to, like, start – supporting the YouTube because I don't know what type of bullshit Elon is on and he's firing everybody at Twitter. So like this spaces shit might not be rocking <laughs> forever. Right. So like I'm just saying that because we enjoy these conversations. We enjoy this interaction. Like we have to make sure that 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 we're agile enough to move to another platform because we may not have this in two months. Because they're firing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um Elon Musk is um, treating Twitter like Suge Knight treated the rap game, and I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. He's it's like he went in the office and said Jackass and just burnt everything. He walked in there with a with a with a sink and flushed. It's it's very weird. He's doing very weird things. So I agree. Follow and subscribe to the uh, next chatter day after YouTube, please and thank you. I'm a, I'll link it in the in the jumbo trunk. There we go. We know YouTube is going to be around. <laughs> YouTube ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's what AG said. I, I don't. I don't think Tibbs is going back to his ways. Um, I think if if he were to do that, if he were to go back to putting Evan Fournier in the starting lineup, um, I don't. I don't think I'm in the building tonight. But I would. I would find my way onto the court and I'd riot. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. He would have to get fired immediately after. Like, yeah. not even immediately after. Like, get him, yeah, exactly. Like, get him out of there before no, no. the game. But in one of those articles, I, was, I saw uh, Fournier – well, no, in his press conference, they just put the quote in the article. He said he um, – it looks like he's going to be playing more than three now. So that means he's on the bench, clearly. And um, yeah. I, I don't think it's happening at all. We, I, I think it's only a matter of time. I mean, hopefully, if things go in a way that makes sense, you know, it's not going to happen right away. You know, he's just got to start line up baby steps. But I think it's only a matter of time before Evan Fournier is out of the rotation completely, and I can't wait. So y'all think it's going to be – who y'all think is going to get the start or not? Is it going to be Grimes again or think he'll insert Yeah, him? I think it makes more sense. I think it's going to be Grimes. I think it's going to be Grimes again. It's, yeah, Grimes. Can I say that real quick? Because that was actually a part of my t- – I didn't get to say kind of screw on it. Because I see a lot today, of – buddy. No, we're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, bye. Nah, nah, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking about they want Cam in the starting lineup versus Grimes, and I understand that. But I think people are, are – taking Grimes 19 minutes of total basketball he's played and just like, well, yeah, he doesn't need to start. And granted, I understand it optically doesn't look good, but Cam needs touches. And if Cam is in the starting lineup, he's not getting touches. He's going to be the corner boy. And we don't want that for Cam. Cam is most effective. Yeah, we know his defensive capabilities, but offensively he has a lot to show. And if you just stick him in that starting lineup, he's going to be fourth or fifth option and to stand in the corner. And he has that same syndrome RJ has when he's not getting his, he's going to get his. And we don't want that for Cam because that's when Cam looks net. <laughs> spitting, spitting. Yeah, good yeah, point. That's right. Jay, you, you're 100% that. right on that, that's Jay. I'm with you 100%. There we go. All right. 
Let's go to uh, next take Jake. Talk to me. Yo, what's up, y'all? Thanks for having me up on making the pod. Oh, I, my bad. I mean, KCDA. <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> sh- shout out to y'all. Hey, uh, I just want to say one thing before I get started. Uh, Julito, you know how I know that you're an actor? Because every time that y'all get up here and y'all just say, oh, we'll, we'll have Roy edit that out. Go ahead and edit that, Roy. Oh, we'll edit it. Who is we? You, do, do you mean Roy? I hope uh, I I hope y'all are paying him well because the man is earning his keep and I have it's a group one effort. Person. It's a group effort, Jake. Look, it is, look, no, all, all no, saying, stop lying. Saying, it is absolutely not a group effort. Roy does everything <laughs> by himself. He, does, look, he literally does not get any input from any of us. You're the only input that y'all give him is during the the space where you say, "Go ahead, we'll we'll edit that out." <laughs> and look, did I, Roy I, text you to say that? No, no. Look, I, actually, like I, I I fuck with Roy. Because I appreciate the work that he's doing. It must be a heavy job. And also, I just want to say one thing. Like, I love my man TGI Fly. The man can spit. But I haven't heard anybody mention Roy's rap career. The man can spit. I checked him out on Spotify. So go ahead and do that. Um, shout, shout out. Yo, I, Roy going to make sure that Jake make the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Jake is doing. I know what Jake is up. Yeah, yeah Roy, go ahead and put me in the first slot, man. Go, go ahead and put me in the first slot. But yeah, like, that's mad funny. Y'all are up to no good on this, and it's it's, <laughs> it's actually sad. Um, brilliant, but sad. Go ahead, Jake. All right, I'm I'm, I'm getting on my tip slander today because I I can't take it anymore personally. Uh, and it's it's pretty much all I'm going to talk about. I, I like fuck the game. Uh, I never been so pissed in a win before because I actually thought that Tibbs was at risk of getting fired, and he has deserved it so many times in the past before. But if you look at my profile. It says Tibbs Defender Bounty Hunter. Okay. All the people that wanted to, you know, erase their memory of Tibbs. I tried myself, but I I simply can't anymore. And you got all these people out here that are saying, you know, we trust Tibbs. Tibbs is our coach, whatever. The man can't even get past the loading screen. He can't even set the lineup. He watches the game three times. That's by far his most embarrassing trait that he has because he changes nothing. And honestly, I'm so pissed with Tibbs. I can't even get behind Johnny Bryant anymore. I don't want a coach that's been in the same room as Tibbs as our next head coach, if I'm being completely honest. And look, everybody, including myself, was waiting for Quentin Grimes to get back, right? Oh, we're going to be patient with Grimes. It's a long season, this, that, or whatever. Actually, you know what? Get your ass in there. I got a job to save. Fuck your foot. Because that's exactly what happened last night. The, the man was clearly not ready to play, but... Tibbs does this so often that he's willing to compromise the career, the health, whatever, the development of these players to fit his own mold and, and, and his own needs. He, he never does what's actually right for the team. And Evan Fournier got benched. Great. But only for Evan Fournier to come back in the game when we are bleeding points. How long did it take Cam Reddish to come back into the game is inexcusable. And thank God we have Jalen Brunson, guys, right? Because who else could run this magnificent offense of throwing the ball into the post to Randall every single possession? Oh, yeah. Alfred Payton and Alec Burks did that same shit. Why do we have Jalen Brunson if that's what we're going to do? Tips has two plays that he runs. He, he either yells run or iso Randall. And my profile used to say Julius Randall slander creator, and I'm putting that shit back up there until, until otherwise. Lastly, said, appreciate the shout out on, on, on my take. The two most disrespected players on the Knicks saved his ass last night. That's my opinion. 
Um, when we traded for Cam, what did he say? He said, ha, it's going to be a while until you see Cam. And then what happened? He got hurt. We never saw him again. And then we honestly didn't think that he was going to get a chance. And honestly, he's still not getting the minutes that he deserves this year. Obi Toppin has had to earn his minutes after he misses one three in the corner and get yanked while Tibbs' favorite player turns the ball over 10 times and goes four for 21 shooting. And all we talk about is 20, 10, and five with Randall. I'm tired of it. My last point. I want to know where all these company men are at. Because when you tweet out, oh, it rained today, is that Tibbs' fault? Shame on you. And I hope when Tibbs gets fired, you keep that same energy. Because he single-handedly has mismanaged all of the young talent on this roster in preference for Julius Randle, Alec Burks, Evan Fournier, and Derrick Rose. The day Tibbs gets handed in his papers is the day that we can finally move on as a franchise. Leon Rose, you next, my man. I'm out. I I yeah. think he's making a pod, yo. I think he's making a pod. <laughs> like, I think he may make a – I think he – yeah, man. That was that was good. I don't it, know, man. Like, that was – I got to say, like, yo, that was – good job, Jake. I gotta, he wrote that down, though. That he's not slick. Jake is not slick. He wrote that shit down and read it straight off his notes. Yeah, he had, he had, he had yeah. bars. I'm not going to lie. That, that comment you made about everybody's got their own following and they got to be on point. I wrote all that shit down, and I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> He's, you he gave said, it. I'm coming in here with the shit. I got some shit for y'all. I, I look. I ain't mad at you, Jake. I am not mad at you. Hey, Jake. Jake got a space. Um, he does. Shout out to Jake. Follow him. Go check out his space. I was in there. Fucking hilarious. He started arguing with some dude who was like a troll. It was mad aggressive. Cedric, stop shouting out people's spaces. Every time we start shouting them out, and they get people off of our shit they turn on us oh well you know what are you gonna do i got a good heart <laughs> all right big mo ain't come up yet since we shouted out nick slab <laughs> i'm waiting to get cold bro i'm waiting to get cold i'm waiting with my hand down bro my hands down i'm not putting it smooth, up smooth and fucking turned on us with his friend with two cuts in his eyebrows <laughs> fucking therapy and sports and then they done, they, we done, people that have been crying on their shit they don't fuck with us when we shout them out let's say this right now on your space one day next week in the away game we'll have you Sean and Seth all three of you come to us to the lounge we'll have the show all of us together an away game all in the lounge together you so KCDA comes on the show with us we'll see We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Y'all live in Jersey, so we'll have a Jersey day. So don't worry about it. We'll talk yeah, about it in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, what you about to say? No, I was saying. Is, is it Staten Island? I mean, I, I don't. I, no, Jersey, I, I, Jersey. We'll do a Jersey. That's, that's still a bot for me. But yeah, if, if I'm here, I'm down. I might be back in Florida next week. But if I'm here, I'm down. Okay. Okay. Sean, are, you miss, are you missing the warm weather? I mean, it's nice right now, so you, you probably you actually pretty good. It's like seventy. Well, it's not really an issue. I just, I miss my desk, honestly. <laughs> I just you about to say I just miss my my home. I'm like, damn, bro, what happened? I'm at my desk all day. <laughs> okay. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. Um, no, Nick Take Jake, I absolutely knew you wrote that down. You get you hit us with the Drake at um Hot ninety seven uh, at Funk Flex. Uh it's okay though. I knew it. it was you was spitting nonetheless. He was reading off the Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, he was reading off the Blackberry. I knew it. Mid take, I was like, "This shit is too good." He ain't studied yet. Yeah, 
Yeah, yo, yo if, if, if I'm being completely honest, I just wrote it down like 10 minutes ago. So no, I mean, it's good. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Appreciate y'all. It's fine. Big Mo, why do you have your hand up? So you know that I wanted to talk and not just be up here as a speaker for fun. You got two seconds, man. Get your shit. Hurry up. You weren't a part of the line. You see what y'all do? Y'all get y'all little shows. Then you want to skip the line? We got goddamn Nick's Jets. I was, I was down being there. respectful. We got Nick Jets daddy down there. He can't come up because he wasn't on the line. Ferronaldo, one of the original KCDA supporters, is down there. And I ain't bringing him up because we going on the line. And the show is at one thirty. But you want to come up here and get your shit off. Even though you don't support us like that, it's all right. That's bullshit. I always support you guys, and you guys all know right, that, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll the first see. thing we'll I say every time I come in here, and I'll say it right now as well, is shout out to Olito, Sean, and said <laughs> no, ACDA, I like I say every that. time. I shout out to that. you guys in your show hey. all the time. Olito well, was I mean, hilarious because he was literally just saying, oh, Mo got a show, and he don't want to come up here and talk. And then Mo wanted to talk, and he like, oh, you want to come up here and talk? <laughs> don't make, don't, it's like when you, it's like when you, uh, Force your girlfriend to to, to no, don't do it because I asked. Don't go wash the dishes. <laughs> don't go make my drink or make me some dinner because I asked. You know what I mean? You should have did it by your damn self. You that car wash ain't that that car <laughs> that ain't nobody buying no cars on a Saturday. My car wash, but thank God the weather's nice outside today, man. There's some business this weekend. Thank God. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Get your takes off. So I grew with a lot of the takes that everyone says. The one thing that I wanted to talk about was. To me, it's not about the hive of being a camp supporter or being a, a grime supporter. I like both players. I think they both bring something different to the table for the Knicks. The one thing that I want to talk about is that the reason why I like Cam Reddish with this first unit is for multiple things, That not, not just about Cam Reddish and him getting his own. To me, having a, a big wing to play opposite side of R.J. Barrett is very key. Number one, I think R.J. Barrett is not a three. I think he plays much better as a two. People are going to say he's not that good of a shooter. There's probably seven or eight great shooters in this league. Besides that, everyone's sub-average. If the offense can score, the offense can score. I think R.J. Barrett playing the two at six, seven, and having a defender that's a two-guard trying to defend him is much better for R.J. Barrett. I think R.J. being at that wing position up top instead of on the baseline where Evan Fournier plays allows him to get the ball on every possession. At least he gets to touch the ball, and that makes him more poised and more comfortable on the court on the offensive end. Then when you have Cam Reddish there as well, on the defensive end, he gets into the passing lanes. We saw yesterday that Cam Reddish was playing the three and the four, and he was still guarding the one in Tyrese Maxey. Having a guy that can play one through four, anyone defensively, is, is a plus in this league. Since we don't have that much talent, I think this allows you to utilize your talent properly. So if you have uh, RJ at the two, and then you have Cam at the three, and you know Brunson's a smaller guard, both these guys can help Brunson. And a defender that's going to be defending RJ Barrett is going to have a lot of trouble. And if RJ can get into the rhythm early in the game by touching the ball in every possession just because he's on top of the key, not on the baseline, I think it makes the offense much better. I think it starts to move around. Now, when it comes to the talk of Mitchell Robinson and, and, and uh, uh, iHeart, I think they're two totally different players. Mitch Robinson stays in that paint. You want him as a paint, prote uh, paint protector. He stays down there. He can protect that rim, get some offensive rebounds. It's good for you. But to me, when Mitchell Robinson plays with Julius Randle, it clogs up that paint, and it makes it very slow and stagnant inside the middle. When iHeart is there, even though he's not that good of a rebounder, I think that he spreads the floor a little bit to so leave that open, the middle wide open so the Knicks can get to the middle of the court, can hit that free throw line extended, get that little floater on, and it's two different styles for me. But I just really like Cam Reddish with that starting unit because I think defensively they become better, they become bigger. Uh, he gets in Phil's passing lanes. And then offensively, R.J. Barrett 
I think he gets more looks, man. I think he gets to be on top of the wing where Ravin Fournier is usually playing instead of being stuck on that baseline. I think it's something special for the Knicks. Makes them utilize their talents the best that they possibly could. Appreciate that, Mo. Appreciate that. Missed you up here, man. And, and congrats on all that's going on with the show. For real, for real. Thank you, my I, man. Appreciate it. You know that. I, I, I take. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you, you're talking a little slower, man. I'm pre- I I see you working on your diction. Pause. Um, <laughs> it's coming. Yo, you said, but you wait. You said diction so hard, like you know what I mean, like because right, okay, okay. right, I had to right. get my paws off. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you working on your diction? <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, uh, stupid. <laughs> Eli Kobe, man, bring us home. Bring us home. My guys, my guys. Morning, morning, to everybody. Get the bacon, egg, and cheese out your mouth. Yo, I'm crying because that's really what it is. My- Yo, who is that in your header? Who is that in the header? That's me. Who? That's me. No, in the oh, header, sir. In the header. I don't know. That's, that is not you. <laughs> what's um? What's this man? What's this man? Tyler Harrow's wife name? It's her, her sister. Oh, okay. Tanya Henry. Tanya Henry. That's a really interesting. I mean, I'm all right. I'm sorry. I know you got to take, but why do you have his his, his wife's sister in your header? Because she's fire. But I mean, are you smashing? No, he don't know her. Thank you, thank you, Lulito. I didn't think I had to answer that question. Cedric, mind your business. <laughs> don't you got a home and a family? Why are you looking at women? Yeah. Didn't you just didn't you just buy some clay? Why are you looking? <laughs> Yo, Lulito, looking at women is hilarious. Lulito, I don't want to cut anyone off. I just wanted to let you know, Christian, Quentin Grimes is questionable today. He might not play. Uh, Damn, that's crazy. Of yo. course. Yo, Quinn Grimes is injured, B. Like, we gotta let yo, him go. Like, so, Nick's Take Jake is really getting co host of the episode because he really, literally just called that. He said, yo, that boy wasn't yo, ready. Sacrifice that man. Oh, my God. <laughs> sacrifice Q. That's crazy. Thanks for that, Mo. Tim's a sick man. Yo, if Fournier starts, B, <laughs> nah. nah. If Fournier, Fournier starts, it's going to be funny. If yeah, I, I'm very worried about Quentin. Also, some news that just came through. Uh, Rudy Gobert just went in the health and safety protocol, um, which is slightly ironic just because, you know, he's... He's started that. He started that. Um, yeah. This but, is his uh, second time. That, yeah, so I, I would I would assume... You know, I know it's a little different now with the protocols, but, I mean, we played him on Monday, and it's Saturday. So I'd imagine he's not playing. Yeah, he's we... going to help us get Anthony Edwards to New York because Anthony Edwards is ready to get the fuck out of there. Put them clog in the paint like that. Oh, we played them this so, Monday. Oh, it's lit. Yeah, we played them on Monday. Nah, why is the basketball gods looking out for us? I ain't gonna lie. The basketball gods is wilding for us. Right They're looking out for Tibbs because Tibbs' ass would be fucked. Nah, that, uh, oh, if we lost that game last night, I truly believe he might have been. If not fired, it would have been an extremely hot seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. FBG, man, sorry about that. We had a lot going on. Mid- nah, y'all good, y'all good. I got to finish my bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, yo, that's crazy I called that. That's crazy. <laughs> yo, um, all right, so Sean, Sean, real friend, like I say all the time, I'm sure he knows how I feel about Obi. I don't think Obi is a bad player. Do I think he deserves playing time? Yes, but it's like being proven more and more each game that, in my opinion at least, Obi cannot play the four. I'm not saying that he can't in the future or how it goes or anything like that, but he needs to get minutes at the three. You have to play the man. I do agree he does need playing time. I don't think that Julius Randle should be sacrificed for him because of what Julius Randle brings on the rebounding side of things. He ain't the best defender. I understand that. And, yes, he'd be a little erratic scoring, 
I understand that. But the one thing the man does do consistently, even when he was having a terrible season last year, is rebound the ball. Obi doesn't rebound that well, so we're going to have to figure out a way to make them play together, and maybe sometimes there has to be another five in there because there's going to be bigger teams, bigger lineups, teams that don't play small ball. Um, as far as it, I think that this is now a like perfect thing because of Fournier got to get out of here. I think we all can agree with that at least. Um, Cam, I know Seg can agree with this part, right? Well, understands this analogy right here. Cam Reddish reminds me of that guy in the hood that was good at basketball. He had all the moves and everything like that, but like he just like didn't know how to put it together. And what I'm saying is that he has all the moves in the world, create his own shot and everything like that. But it sometimes it just looks like he's just like, yo, bro, I got to get mine. Like, I don't care about nobody else. I got to get mine. Like, and he does not look out for the rest of the team. He plays defense. He's been playing defense great, which is why I think he should be the starting three. If it's not, OB getting moved into that position. But I think that him and RJ together, they kind of balance each other out because they have that uh, chemistry together. But sometimes it just looks like he's just trying to do mad extra moves, like to score a basket. Like he wants to be on ESPN instead of like, yo, I'm not going to take this regular layup. I'm about to jelly roll this shit so everybody can see that I got moves and shit like that. Like it'd be confusing sometimes watching him play. He'll have a great game like he had in Memphis, and then he'll come out there and then he'll just look like a completely different person. That's all I think, in my opinion. That's it. Hey, I appreciate you, FBG. I don't think you're going to make the pod. Uh, but I, I, I also. Julito, I think we gotta bring Jose up to close. FBG, that was not a good closing. It was a good, it was a good take. It just wasn't a good closing. So uh, we got let Jose close. Yeah, man. Sense After this later. game, to have this, the the Cam yeah. slander. I'm yeah, sorry. The, the, the Ob, the Ob have the kind of doubt and then uh, slight Cam slander. Uh, just not well timed, brother. You my guy. You know it. Love you, but yeah. We go. We, we love BG and we love bacon, egg, and cheese. Look, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna delete this like the Men in Black wand, and we're just gonna act like it didn't happen. All right, you're, gonna, you're not gonna make the pod, and just everybody forget y'all just heard everything FBG just said, uh, and we'll see you next episode, man. We we'll see you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. All right, yo, penthouse, bring us home, man. Like he's still connecting. Oh, now he's right. away. Yo, his Wi-Fi is trash. I just want him to know that. He got to step his game up. Yeah, that was bad. All right. Fernando, bring us home, man. Yo, the search for a closer. Where the hell is Brownsville? My take stays. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't All think right. so. Oh, we got, you know, I'm sorry. Um, Blackie. Blackie was up on the stage earlier. His takes, uh, he he actually deserves the actual closing because he was up here and his his Wi-Fi went out. Hey, hey, Blackie, man, look, man, it's a lot of pressure right now. Yeah, you're the third closer, man. <laughs> What's going on? How you doing today? Oh, you got nah, the nah. You got the up? nah, Blackie. <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> you in the hallway? Where you at? I'm in the office right now. Damn, you sound like you got the you off you off a Boost Mobile, you off a trip phone. Yeah, no, I have I, I have my phone here. Okay, it sounds like you uh doing this from a Game Boy, but go ahead, go <laughs> bring it. Okay, up. so I think that uh as a team right now we have to uh, figure it out. In my opinion, because we have like a win and a win is a win, and that's good. But Tibbs, he needs to get over. The, uh, his stubbornness because 
come and OB play like God. Like they play really good. In my opinion, the ceiling of this team is RJ, is Cam, is OB, is IQ. It's not Jalen Bronson. It's not, it's no Julius. They are they play good last night, in my opinion. But you have to give Cam the opportunity. And tonight we have to play Boston, and that's a tough matchup for us. But we got to take that win. In my opinion, we can't win this game because they don't have Hofer, they don't have a Time Lord. So we have to take the chance, play Cam. And, t- and Cam, it, like the good defender that he is, he has to uh, guard Tatum. And maybe we have the chance uh, tonight. And we have to get patience with this thing. You know, the season is too, it's young, it's early. And I, can, I think that we can have a good season, in my opinion. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. You probably going to make the pod just because you make us feel international. Right, so on pot on, on Apple, they're gonna be like, Oh, they got people calling them from all across the country. Um, <laughs> so, so, so you're gonna make the pod, Blackie. Um, but you're not gonna be the closer. I'm gonna be honest right now, we're gonna bring somebody else up here. But Blackie, keep supporting, we appreciate you. Somebody said it sounded like you, uh, your, your call was from a megaphone that made me cry real tears. Um, <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> It sounds like you the. You you said he was coming off a Game Boy. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah, you know you make us feel international. Somebody gonna be like, "Ooh, they got fans everywhere." You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's that's the vibe we going for. So you gonna stick around for a bit? You just not gonna close. We gonna go to somebody else. But appreciate. That's okay, man. I appreciate you. I know. I know that. I know that. I know that. All right, Jay from Florida. Are you gonna bring us Absolutely home? Not. Boy. Yeah. Absolutely oh, not. boy. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yo, peace to the room, brother Sean. Brother Sean's son, Jay Nicky. <laughs> my brother Julito. Peace to the room. Penthouse. What up? Nick's take dry eyes, Jake. What up, brother? Yo, last night. Jay, talk that shit, Jay. Talk that shit, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I, I got. It. I got to put it together, man. Last night, Tibbs got saved by the bell, bro. Tibbs is is way too much politics on his team. I've been saying it. They don't play for each other. They don't move the ball. RJ, Euro step into into double teams. Brunson shot hunting for the whole first half. Randall looking for a shot. Like these guys don't play together, man. And when you watch other teams on league pass playing together, moving the ball, getting other people involved, the minutes make sense. They just got to change that shit. I don't know if it's Tibbs. I don't know if it's Leon. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But these dudes don't really play for each other, man. The vibe is different. Anybody that ever played basketball, I know Julito and them be playing pickup. Bro, you got to play with your teammates, man. If somebody's hogging is is affecting the game, bro, you got to step in. Get in a huddle. Do a little free throw line huddle. Rally the truth. Get in people's people's chest. The leadership got to be there. I don't see no leadership on this Nick team, man. They got to fix that shit. But Tom Thibodeau, Better be thankful that Cam Reddish came and saved his ass last night. Listen, because in the third quarter, he was playing 48 to play 48 to guarantee his minutes. He was playing Rose to play Rose. This shit can't happen no more, bro. If Cam Reddish swung the game by getting a maxi jersey and altering the shots, you play him in the third quarter. No politics. You wait to the very last moment, the six-minute mark, to put Cam in to save your ass again. 
You can't be doing this shit, man. If it if you need to get rid of Fournier and Rose to be able to play the right rotations, Leon Rose got to get rid of him, bro. You got to trade him and force Thibodeau hand because this shit can't continue. It's still early in the season. We can still win a lot of games, but I want to see it with Cam and Obi and RJ and little Dummy Quick doing their thing. I don't want to see it with Rose and Fournier no more. I'm over that shit, bro. Run, pick, and roll with Obi. Little Dummy. <laughs> yeah, little Dummy Quick. And he played high last. I mean, I ain't. Sean, bro, I'm, I was telling you last night with this shit, bro, the, the 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 long two that he took, the step back two that he took that he missed was a terrible shot. You don't take a step no, back. No, that was a terrible shot. I, I agree with you. That was a ter- then, the thing is, what I want y'all to understand is, like, a guy taking a terrible shot don't make him a selfish ball hog. Like, almost everybody takes a terrible shot. That was a terrible shot, though. I, I bro, quick does it a lot, Sean. And then he took the corner three. Then he had his his big men darting to the hoop. He had Randall and Obi going to the hoop. That's why Obi got called for the shot, though. And, and, and you hoop, so you know that's not a bad shot because he got the steal. We had oh. the advantage. He had an open jumper, and he had a he guard. He should have hit the, the cut it, Sean. You know he should have hit the cut because you hoop, bro. You, you see what happened, though? They got the tip, and they just grabbed the rim. Basically, with that shot, it's almost like a, it's almost like a free-playing football where it's like you could throw a bomb because the other team went off sides because at the end of the day, if you don't get it, whatever. Like It's like I'm putting this shot up. I got my two bigs crashing the boards. If I don't miss, we'll get the boards. Sean, that's what happened. Go better, brother. But I let you tell it. I let you tell it, brother. Listen, everybody, a lot of these guys look like they're trying to get their payday, man. I've been saying that Tom Thibodeau is where young players go to die because he takes money out of people's pockets, literally. Literally, Obi Toppin quickly and Ken Reddish is is picking that straws to get their next NBA contract. They got to do better, man. Leon Rose got to condense the roster, put these guys win, lose, or draw. Cam Reddish and them gotta play. This shit is just they too grown now in the NBA. They vets in the NBA. You could you could tell they figuring out they know what they're doing. You cannot continue to hold them back with Rose that can't Rose is turning the corner, but he can't elevate to get a shot off no more. He just can't do it, bro, at a high level. He'll probably help us down the down the down the road, but every night we can't depend on Rose no more. Fournier looks disinterested. If you look you look at FIBA Fournier and you look at Nick Fournier, it's two completely different players. He's not interested in playing for the Knicks. He's not interested in playing top Thibodeau. He probably feels disrespected after 10 years in the NBA to get benched. I get it, bro. Get rid of him. Let these young guys carry your team, man. I'm going, man. Y'all have a good Saturday, brother. I love y'all brothers, man. Peace. All right. Let's do a consensus from everybody that's on the stage. Peace, peace, peace. Does Jay from Florida make the pod? I liked it. I like Jay from Florida. I'll be honest. I, I, I think I, that was that was one of the more tolerable Jay from Florida tapes for sure. He didn't really say anything crazy. I don't think that three from Quick was a bad shot. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I do agree that we do need to – I've been saying since the offseason, we need to condense the roster. So, we definitely need to. So, I, I think Jake from Florida makes the pot. I don't know about the little dummy line, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't like that either. But, I mean, you know. All right. Sorry. Well, I, sorry, Julito. You, you the little dummy line. I'm sorry. You – because this is the thing about – Tell Roy to edit it. We're going to edit it out. But you be talking crazy about these players, but don't be in New York. We be outside with them. I don't want quick looking at me crazy because you called them a little dummy on this show. All right? I, 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 mean, don't, think, folks, I don't think quick is a dummy, is and I wanted to tell him he should go to my church, Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem. quick. Great. I'll be in New York. I think I'm, I'm going to be up there soon, man. My man got tickets for one of these games, so I'm going to be up there soon, actually. All right. All right. All right, bet. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right. Jay, Jay from Florida makes the pod, man. All right. So I never have to hear his mouth. Fernando, it's on you. Fernando, yo, yo, yo. Is, is it working now? Yes. Yeah, it's working. Right. Damn. 
What's so, good? How you doing? I told y'all stay off them boost modes, man. You man? Wi-Fi? The reluctant introduction I've ever had. Man, to say like I ain't even hear the introduction, but it even sound right. Like now, nah, y'all don't fuck with us no more, what man. The yo, people yo, that yo, been... hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold When's the last on, time you've been up here, Fernando? When's the last time I've been here? When's the last time niggas came on when I wasn't at work? I be at work getting a notification, KCD. I'm like, nigga, what am I supposed to do? Quit. Go to the quit. Take a break. Quit. quit? Oh, okay. I got you. Quit. You gonna pay my bills when you leave? Right. <laughs> I'm good yeah. on that. Uh, talk to me, my All boy. Right. Long time. You know, you... It's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? We've been through a lot. We went through the whole summer. You know, we. Why Fernando sound like the mad rapper right now? What, what do you mean? You just that's the way you said like yeah 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 yeah. Nah, I mean, cause nah, cause Lito, he's too young. He's too young to know that. With me, I don't know why. Like, he, oh, always, oh oh oh, oh young. He don't know who the mad rapper. is? I know who the yeah, mad rapper. Young, Come on, y'all. We calling in the call in the mad rapper. I know who you talking about. But Julito always like, no. oh Fernando, come up on the stage, say say that little bullshit. You got you say. came in late. Bro, hold on, let 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 me be clear. You came in late. Bro. You ain't been up here in a while. I, you ain't, you ain't let us hear no new music. You ain't, when the last on, time you dropped on, the record? Hold on, hold on, hold on. When the last I, time you dropped the I record? I dropped a record like maybe a month ago. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. I'll retweet it. Niggas can go see it. Right. And I performed yeah. last night. Like, I you should pin it, Baranaldo. You should pin it. For, for all our musicians here, pin your latest right, record. You know what? Like, so that people don't got to find it because nobody wants to like search. I'm just no, saying. You're right. Make, a, you're right. make the user experience easier. You're right. You're 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 completely right. You're you're completely right. We ain't high, we ain't, we ain't hear from you since since before Jalen Brunson. You, you know what? And you're right. You know I mean? And you're right. And you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. Sincere apologize. There we go. Um, but real quick, man. You know, since you know niggas didn't cover a lot in this space, I'm just gonna say real quick. Um, when we're watching the Knicks, y'all, we gotta be careful. We ain't watching. We're watching basketball. I feel like a lot of niggas is watching for agendas, right? I feel like. When when niggas see Jalen Brunson make a shot, I feel like there's a good percentage of this fan base that gets mad that they're wrong. You know, niggas don't like being wrong. So when you're watching Knicks, I just want to remind everybody: stop watching for agendas. No matter what your agenda is, even if you think Tom Thibodeau's a good coach somehow, even if you think uh, IQ's a you know a little dummy or whatever, you know, just watch the Knicks and watch basketball and be glad that we have so many young players on the team that we all want to see play. Right. So. When I'm looking in these chats, you know, I'm in a few different chats. When I'm looking in these chats and I'm seeing niggas get mad that Quentin Grimes is, you know, getting benched for Cam Reddish or Cam Reddish is coming in for Quentin Grimes, like, it's it's all basketball at the end of the day, y'all. We're all looking at the same team. And I feel like when I look at Twitter, we're, we're all rooting for, like, two, three different teams. So everybody just needs to watch basketball. It's a it's an easy assignment, easy quote. Watch basketball. Don't look for what you want to get right and what you want to be wrong. That's first Second of all, I'd like to submit, you know, a little public apology of sorts to Cam Reddish. You know, that nigga was the game changer last night, and he completely changed the, the landscape of that game and kept us in it. So I'd like to submit an apology to Cam Reddish. That boy is, you know, he, he's for real. And that's all I really got to say. It's a beautiful Saturday. I'm sorry it took so long for me to come back up here. I love KCDA. It's never been real beef with me. So, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I hope y'all are all good. I'm about to go ahead and pin up this single here. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, oh, wait, oh, young Lido, where are your singles at? Are they pinned? Hey, listen, are they man. pinned, Lido? Hey, man, I'm on the show every day, man. So they know, they know where oh, to find it. They know, they know where you know to know find mean? it. At. Oh, I see. The album is coming December 16th. The album is coming okay. December 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know That's what, what I mean? I'm talking about. 
video coming soon. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man. Man, that's all I got to say. I'm going to get you on the next project. I'm going to get you on the next project. I don't know where to be at. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see where the beat's at. Like, I, I, got you. Right. I got you. Send me the email. Right. Send me the email. Yo, my dude, good hearing from you. Yeah, man. Y'all in he, he was he's one of the original OG oh listeners of KCDA. Yo, shout out real to quick, him. real quick, before y'all let me go. I but, but since the last time I've been up there, I met uh I hate Sean, Sean Gettys in person, right? Don't call me I hate Sean. I'm not look, I have to let people know who this who, who the criminal is I'm speaking of, right? Um, real dope night, you know what, what I'm saying? I, I I performed some songs and you know it was real cool, real cool crowd, shit like that. But uh this nigga, you know, I took a picture with him afterwards, and I still haven't posted that picture up. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Because this smug nigga had the nerve to put his elbow on my shoulder. That's disrespectful. He, he put his elbow on my shoulder. And the thing is, I'm not, a, I'm not a short guy. I'm not. I'm not. But Sean is NBA high. So when you put your elbow on somebody's short, uh, on shoulder, it makes them look like a foot shorter, my nigga. You can't do that. So I just wanted to address that in public. So sorry. You can't do that. You can't do And it was in front of the hoes, too. So it was like, it was in front of, like, it was in front of some very fine-looking women. And he just put his elbow all on my shit. I was like, you know what? I'm just, you know, it's whatever. You're a criminal. I'm glad, I'm glad that's the narrative you went with. I thought you were going into Oh, I, you know, and I'm glad you know you're a criminal. So it's all good. All right, we're going to end the Indies, but appreciate you. Yes, we got to move on. Y'all be good. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, um, Jose, are you here? Good afternoon, my brothers. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. alaikum salam, brother. Alaikum salam. Yo, peace and blessings upon everybody, man. It's a tumultuous time right now all over the world, man. Crazy stuff is happening. I hope y'all are blessed. First and foremost, before I get my takeoff, man. Peace, but the penthouse. Peace, my brother. Yo, how you doing, Jay? I'm an ally in your struggle, my bro. I get Bless it. I brother. see it. I see it, man. Yo, listen, man. Last night, I don't know if everybody... I mean, I think we did, but yo, our season might have fell apart last night if it we didn't beat the fucking 76ers, bro. If we didn't beat the 76ers, Tib was probably one more loss from getting fired. And I'm a big fire tips guy since he got hired, but I also know that would have threw us into a tailspin because then fucking Julius Randle would have had his way, I'm sure. We would have went back through him because the next guy would have been like, yo, let me go through our, my best player or whatever the case may be. Then regression starts all over again. Then we don't have a game plan or whatever the case, bro. But I'm so fucking happy for Obadiah Toppin, bro, because he is a class act. What a guy. The best athlete on our team got stuck in a corner for two seasons. He got put in fucking jail for two seasons. And you never heard anything from the kid. He was a lottery pick. He was a fucking national player of the year in college. And what a class act. Never said anything. Cam Reddish, also a super duper duper basketball player out of high school. Tubbited everything, bro. Never said a word. These guys are class acts, bro. Never said a word. And Tibbs did everything to fucking drown these two. Purposely putting our best athletes and shot creators in a corner. He put them in fucking jail in basketball structure. Your best athletes and shot creators get put in jail. He put them in a corner. You know how hard it is to create and be an athlete from a corner? You have the baseline to your left and you have the sideline behind you. It is an impossibility to create from there. 
Thank God these two boys showed up last night. And the worst part is that fucking Tibbs lucked out again. Luckiest fucking guy ever. Because there's no reason why that shouldn't have been poetic justice. Not that I'll ever root for these two boys to fail. But if they did, Tibbs would have probably been gone. And the next guy with two eyes, a half a brain, and a mouth would have been like, oh, I see Obi Toppin being a really good athlete. Let me put him in position to be a really good athlete. Oh, I see Cam Reddish, probably our most talented rim attacker. Let me put him in position to be a rim attacker, right? Like, it's not crazy, bro. All of Nick's Twitter has been yelling this, bro. But he got so fucking lucky. He got so lucky. And it is what it is, man. But I'm just happy for Cam and Obi, bro. All power to these dudes. Really class acts. They really showed how to be professional athletes. And honestly, they're better men than me because I wouldn't have went out like that. I'm telling you that. God bless y'all, man. All the best. Yes, sir. Yo, it's mad funny. He came on like, you know, greetings to all. You know, the times are so tumultuous right now. We got to stick together and be kind to one another. And then was like, yo, Tim, suck my dick. What's wrong with you, bro? I'm just saying justice has a multitude of angles, right? And you can be kind in your application of justice. All, all right. right? All right. All right. You a genius, penthouse. Great take. I appreciate you, bro. Jay from Florida, shut up. Shut your ass up. <laughs> also, I do, I do got John Blaze shit. I do got John Blaze shit. That's all I wanted to say. I also noticed that, but it is what it is, man. Be the mad rapper, Fernando. Be the mad rapper, bro. Be you. <laughs> My brother, yes, sir. I'm always mad and I am a rapper, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This show, I tell you. This show, man. We're never going to get a sponsor, but um, it's all right. It's fine. Uh, great show, everybody. Y'all brought the takes. Y'all brought the energy. Excellent job. Let's get these final thoughts. Sean, said whatever, whichever one of y'all want to start, man. Yeah, you know, I'm here. <clears throat> um, great show, you know, great takes. I mean, I can't say it enough. It's a great community. Uh, I do want to echo some of what I was saying earlier, just, just with respect to us being able to have adult conversations, nuanced conversations, around what's going on in the world, around the pain that 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 that, that folks are experiencing. Uh, I, I can pull my Karen card out right here. Uh, one of my one of my really close friends is uh, is a guy named Dave. We went to law school together. He's a you know man of Jewish faith. He's from the Northeast. And when the Kanye thing happened, he and I you know would have real honest heart to heart conversations. And last night we we had a real heart to heart honest conversation. And I said, Dave, why is it that like this is the conversations that need to be being had around these topics. Why can't we have this on a larger level? We need to be looking at this from a macro perspective. And Dave said something that was really interesting. And he said, it's not just about this particular topic. In general, our society has devolved to a place where your take is bad. My take is good. There's nothing in the middle. Right. And we see that in basketball discourse. But again, we see that in discourse, period. And it's frustrating because we won't get to any real change if we can't have brutally honest conversations about how we're feeling, about what's going on, if we can't have empathy towards another person's struggle or what have you. So I say that to, to, to again, you guys are smart people, some of you. I know there's some dummies down there. I, I, I'm aware. But for the most part, there's a lot of smart people in these spaces, and we have to be the change we want to see in the world. And, and I'm just going to leave with that. 
I'm, I, and I, I lead with love. If you know me, you know. If you're a Holocaust denier, you're a fucking idiot, obviously. But if you're telling me to get over slavery after 400 years and, and, and how far that's pushed back, black people back in this country, if you're telling me to get over what's happening across the world where black and brown people are, are, are being ostracized or being discriminated against are being murdered, killed, whatever. If you're telling me to get over that, you're a fucking idiot too. Peace. Um, it's tough to follow up. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like to everything Cedric said, I think just, you know, same thing for basketball conversations. It does apply to the rest of conversations. Like there, there's nuance to things. There's middle ground. Um, and, you know, just be mindful of everybody's position. And, um, you know, and also don't be like a victim to a group think. I think I think group think is one of the most dangerous things of all time. And it seems to be getting worse and worse. And so I just want people to be mindful of that. But I also don't want to get into all that stuff for real. Um, so beyond that, man, just I love y'all. I enjoy doing the show with y'all. Um, you know, it, it makes it so much better for the games. You know, when there's, when there's a good game or whatever, it's like, okay, cool. I can't wait tomorrow. You know, waking up this morning and it's like, you know, uh, I saw Blood of the Panther. He's probably in here. Blood of the Panada, Blood of the Panther. I don't be reading enough sometimes when I'm looking at the names. But, um... Uh, you know, he was like, I saw that I woke up just in time for KCDA and it was like 1130, which means like he had like a half hour of just excitement. And, you know, I think that's really dope because that's how I feel, too. So I'm glad that, you know, we all have this community. We can come in here. People can get their takes off. Um, you know, I love the way that, you know, just in terms of, you know, the middle ground and things like that. I mean, look at me and Jay from Florida. Me and Jay from Florida and I don't really agree on anything. <laughs> Out of like the hundred topics that have to do with basketball on this team. Jay from Florida and I vehemently disagree on like 98 of them, but we're able to like come to a middle ground and understanding. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that that's an important thing to have in basketball conversations and real life conversations. When you're talking about music, whatever it may be, like just be more open-minded and realize that there's more to a stance than your viewpoint of it. And, you know, I, other than that, man, y'all have a great weekend. Well, I'll, talk, I'll see y'all tomorrow. But um, hopefully, you know, Nick's get it done today. I don't know if I'll be out there tonight, but if I am, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all and all that good shit. So, everybody, uh, peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, you know what we haven't talked about thus far, Sean? The fact that we went to the gym and got, like, six dubs in a row. Five nah, dubs. That shit was, that shit was did y'all play one-on-one? No, no, we did one-on-one. So, are you going to play one-on-one? I, I didn't have my phone holder. I'm not playing one-on-one with Lido unless it's on camera because he was talking crazy. <laughs> I, I wasn't talking crazy. I just said it wouldn't be easy. But Lito, we did. I was there. We did. You were talking crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. He said he wouldn't get a bucket. You said that. I didn't say no, no, no. I would never say that. Why would I say that? You said, well, you, said you said it would be very easy. It, I said it wouldn't be easy. Okay. That's it. Okay. It's not easy. I'm not. Why would I say Sean is not going to get a bucket? He's six seven. I'm sure he'll score. <laughs> but it won't be it won't be easy. But we we went to the court and we we smoked them. I'll say that yeah, until we got tired. Did. Until we got tired. Um, but um, yo, I I love this show. I enjoy it as well. I, I I second your thoughts, Sean. I enjoy it. I think that's the good part about it. Like you can easily like create content just off the sole purpose of like getting views or support or but like when you do it and you really really have a good time honestly like i'm gonna be honest if i didn't have a good time doing this show we probably wouldn't have did a season two 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for the podcast season one, excuse me, but like we wouldn't have we wouldn't have continued this because like what's the sense, right? But the fact that we come here and like we have a good time doing it and then people also have a good time because they talk about it continuously on the timeline and also in person, that like is super dope. And you know, it's starting to grow. You know what I mean? And I and I love that y'all are like growing with us. And, 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 like, being a part of it and feel a part, because that's what – I know I can only speak for myself when I say, like, my job when with KCDA is having, like, Nick fans feel included. I never wanted to be, like, a, this is my show or our show and y'all is – no, we are all included. KCDA doesn't, like, exist without the support and the contributions of everyone. So I I, I want to say thank you all for that, and I hope y'all had a – have – and um, continuously will have a good time with us. Um, tonight, man, we got the Boston Celtics. They don't have a, 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 a <laughs> at this point. They don't have a, a backcourt. Like, excuse me, a front court. Like, who who is their front court? Right. So that means they're gonna play small. So now I hope Tom Thibodeau is smart to continue going out there with Obi and Julius and let them get that burn together. Right. I hope Cam Reddish gets more than twenty minutes. Give me like twenty five minutes of cam tonight, especially if Grimes is not out there. Um, it, I, I I'd rather him start over Fournier still. So I better not see Fournier. I'm not even going to joke with that whole Fournier kills the Celtics things. Like I don't even care if he kills the Celtics. Just still have him play his fifteen minutes and go about his business. Like go about your business, Fournier. Like, and I'm sure he's a good guy. I like Fournier because he like talks that shit in those press conferences he's not afraid to say exactly what's on his mind so i respect him for that but as a basketball player solely about skill go about your business man listen your watch is ended man your watch is ended give me them quickly minutes man you know what i'm saying give me those minutes but uh hopefully let's get this dub tonight man let's get this dub tonight man so we can have back-to-back kcd episodes kcda episodes and and a good Good vibrations, high spirits, good energy. That's what I need, man. Let's have this be a great Saturday evening. Whoever's at the game, turn up, man. Let Boston know what's up, man. Let them know we here too. You know what I mean? Like let's let's bring those vibrations, man. I don't like the losing vibrations, man. I don't care if we say this team don't got the talent. This team is mid. RJ's. I don't care about all. Let's bring the vibrations until the, they knock our vibrations down. But I'm all for positive thinking, good thoughts. Good, you know, I'm not into hope, but I am also into like just positive energy, man. You know what I'm saying? So let's bring positive energy. Said when you out there, turn up tonight, man. Let them know we here, man. Let them know we in the building. Let's just contain Jason Tatum to not get 50. At least just keep keep him with his 35, 40. Jalen Brown and be hit or miss sometimes. Keep him within 30. And then everybody, that's it. Let them get their little points and then contain everybody else. Brogdon is somebody I'm really looking at tonight. To like contain for real, for real. He's been cooking. Yeah, like 30 last game. Let's contain Brogdon. And if we contain those three guys, I think we contain we 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 get the dub tonight. Let's get the fucking dub. Let's get the dub. Um, this episode of KCDA, we're gonna try our hardest to get it out before um tonight's episode. But you know, still check it out. It was a funny one, so still check it out if you can. But um, y'all know the rules, man. Stay out the way, stay sucker free. Um, stop wilding on the timeline. Stop wilding on the timeline. And hopefully you made the podcast. See y'all tomorrow at noon. Peace.
Adios. 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 Adios.